2: TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Hand Grenade, Darion, and John Kazansky That's wrong. Kosanke. Coming up on TMS, ask your doctor if ass effects is right for you. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Orange car, yo. <laughs> First three pointy boobs. No wellness to check. I don't want to be Karen. Children of Potter. Abandoned orange looks sus. I don't like plastic cheese. Past the point of wellness. Planet Touchdown. Alf is not a dog.
4: Never-ending lift story. Tick
2: on the tire. These six considerations with Tom. All the questions, none of the answers with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
5: Whoa,
6: hey there, players. Welcome to the Love Shack. Take off your shoes, grab a brew, and be somebody.
1: Ask your doctor if Ass Effects could be right for you
2: this is the morning stream with scott johnson and brian ibbett big old freaking dirt blanket hello and welcome to tms it's september 27th 2023 i'm scott johnson with brian ibbett hi brian Hello! Happy Wednesday. Happy middle of the week. That's right, man. Another hump day. Another day for us to do Wednesday shit on. I, You know, I was just thinking, um, hearing Fletcher there, I haven't heard from Fletcher in about a month and a half. Oh, really? So, wow. Scott, if you're listening, I know him and his wife listen to TMS on the regular. Yeah. Especially yeah. Wednesdays, because they get the whole shit out of luck dot com thing. <laughs> just check let's do i'm just doing a hell oh this reminds me i need your advice brian on something you ready for Ooh, advice good. yes are you kidding me hell heck yeah I love i'm this. so or glad the, yes. I'll, I'll say hell i'm yes, glad hell this yes. came up because i don't know why i haven't mentioned this on the show because it's been a month now and i and i keep meaning to bring it up and get the tadpoles take get your take so here's the deal there's an orange car i don't have a picture of it it's not it doesn't show their license, so it's not like anything okay. incriminating. But there's an orange car that has been parked in front of my house for now a full 30 days a month. And oh, I, really? I I thought at first, first few days I thought, oh, they just are parking there when I'm not seeing them. And so every time I see it, they're just not in it, and, and they're happen to be parked there. So I just thought, well, this is just where they're parking. And that's fine. We don't really care. It's a busy, you know, area. People park all over the place because their garages are full or whatever. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. But then I thought, well this is too weird cuz in the morning and the afternoon and at the night, doesn't matter when I'm out there, it's still there all the time.
4: And and you can tell, I mean it hasn't just like moved a little bit like they're 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 coming in at night, driving somewhere, parking it first thing in the morning before you get up, kinda of thing.
2: Well, what I did, so glad you asked yeah. that. Yeah. yeah I did. went out there with a little bit of chalk. <laughs>
4: <laughs> did you really like yeah. a meter made?
2: Yeah, like a week into this thing, I went out there and made a little tick on the tire.
4: And then the point,
2: and then right where that tire met the ground is where I put the tick on the tire and the tick on the ground. So I created a little locking, you know, chalk tick. Oh, sure, sure. Nothing to harm the car, you know. You
4: could have, why not just put it at the very top of the tire and remember that the chalk mark was at the very top of the tire.
2: I mean, I could have done that. This seemed more accurate for some reason, but you're not wrong. I could have done it that way. At least, Um,
4: well, I mean, yeah. At least you didn't have to get on your hands and knees to make a chalk mark on the bottom of the tire
2: right exactly so (laughs) i just
4: that's the way the meter maids do it is they do a chalk mark on the top of the tire
2: oh they they actually this is a thing they do i didn't know that yeah oh yeah oh okay (laughs) i didn't know it was a thing
4: back when i was in in college and there were streets where um you know you had two-hour parking but we had four-hour classes so we'd have to go out and move our cars about halfway through the uh, um through the uh the day and we could see them actually driving their little machine, their little uh, mini cars, and they'd have a little piece of chalk on a stick. And this, as they went by, it was like, ging, 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 oh, ging, wow, on the
2: tires, yeah. I didn't know. See, this is fascinating. I didn't know how they would, yeah. but I, I, this makes sense. Same reason they want to see if they're leaving or not leaving, and and all that. So that's what we did. And yeah. I thought, yeah. well, this will tell me. And then I watched it very closely for the next three day, three four days after that. And even though the chalk was starting to fade, we had rain one day. You could still see it, though. It was like a pink chalk. It's so one of the kids' chalks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it hadn't moved. And so yeah. then we got busy and all this stuff with Kim's sister and all this stuff going on. People out of town, all this stuff going on. Been busy, crazy September. I kind of just blocked it out. Just kind of forgot about it. Sure. But that sure. car is still, to right this minute, still there. And so huh. my question to you and to the world at large is... When that happens, there's two things that have come to my mind. One, someone ought to do a a wellness check on somebody. I don't know whose car that is, though, is the mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. So
2: since I don't know that, I can't really go to a door and knock, make sure someone's okay or not. Um, the only other thing is, who do I call and say, like, is that a police thing? Is that a tow company thing? Is that a think, HOA thing? Yeah, I don't I
4: know who, who to You start with your local police, Not the obviously not the emergency line, but just call right. local police and say, hey, I've had a car that uh, has been in front of my house for uh, 30 days, hasn't moved. think it's abandoned. Um, And you don't see any sort of signs of like stuff inside the car that makes it look like it was stolen or
2: abandoned or anything like that. No, in fact, it's clean. uh, No wreck marks, not even scratches. It's relatively new. You know what? I am going to bring it up on my phone. I'm going to show you this car. There you go.
4: Yeah, because <laughs> it'd be, be one thing say, if it was some, you know,
2: a de- a abandoned hunk of junk or something, you know, but this,
4: this car has been sitting in front of my house for 30 days. And my God, the dog barking in there is driving us
2: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to send it to myself. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, it's nothing like that. In fact, I did the the very, you know, that week where it first showed up and didn't leave. I did check for I just thought, well, is there something funky going on? Is there anything weird? But there's no. Not even baby seats. No animals in there. Uh, it's not tinted, yeah. so I can see everything. Let's see. Here's the image. Um, can I open that in a browser? No. Let me... We got a proprietary format issue going on here. Hold on one second. Oh gosh. It's that That
4: H-E-I-C nonsense. Yeah.
2: I mean, I get why they do it. You got the live yeah. photo thing, but, geez, make it easier to convert.
4: It is an irritating uh, format. All
2: right, there it is, and then I'll give you a copy. So, this is the... Uh, so chat, you're looking at it. Brian, here's yours. So this is, uh, it's a little, actually, I'm not even oh, yeah. sure what that is that make, um, Oh yeah, that's a nice car. Yeah, It's a cute little, uh, you know, a little orange, little dude. It's, um, I think it's, I don't know, might be a Hyundai or a Honda or a, it's a kind of Japanese car I definitely, think definitely begins with an H though for sure yeah <laughs> it's got it's got the uh and it's been abandoned which sounds like yeah. an H a little bit um, but yeah. it's got uh you know like I said it's like newish um it's got plates so it's not mm-hmm. like we couldn't do that part of it um nice little dent in the uh the right in front of the back uh, yeah.
4: passenger str- side tire yeah
2: and that's uh, the only place I've noticed any damage on it but really? I was, Simon. So, mean, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't looking, I wasn't looking that close. So what it doesn't look like, none of the, I did check to see if any of the windows looked like they'd been jimmied or, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of break in kind of stuff. And I can't tell of any. So that thing's just freaking sitting there. And I think I should do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, someone in the chat says, go ask your neighbors. I got like a hundred neighbors within eye shot of this thing. Like they're not going to, nobody's going to know. I mean, it yeah. could, but I'm not going to go freaking blanket the neighborhood trying to ask about an orange car in front of my house. I think the thing to do would be, is call whoever, maybe even the HOA, because they're they are so they're the ones that usually send you letters about this stuff.
4: Right. They actually say that you know uh, they'll put a note on the car saying um, you haven't moved your car, and they might assume it's yours because it's in front of your house. Right. So
2: right, and yeah. I wouldn't blame them because why why wouldn't it be ours? And what's funny is the HOA has sent me a whole separate letter during this month about. Some weed growth. After we fixed our pipes, we were able to finally water this island area that had been so dry. Now it's nice and green, but weeds went bananas on it. And so we're trying to kill these weeds. So we get a letter about that.
3: Uh, You got weeds? Of course.
2: I'm like, yeah, what about the orange car that has been there for a freaking month, you weirdos? Anyway, I think I'm going to call the HOA first and just say, what's the process here? (laughs) And then if they don't do anything, I'll call, I don't know, Department of Motor Vehicles, and just ask, what do you do when there's an abandoned car in front of your house? And
4: exactly, just, yeah, that's probably the. Go on to next door. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, all the comments and responses you get will be uh, fun and kind and considerate. Oh, I'm sure respect- it'll be great.
2: Yeah, yes. all of them. Not there will be nothing about that that will be a negative experience uh, one, whatsoever.
4: It, it, you know, uh, and if you need any uh, practice for what you might see on next door, Claire is providing it with her. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. so just ignore it scott if it's not bothering you ignore it who cares look, oh america
2: is look, such a cesspool sometimes just it's because like, in ireland somebody can pull a thing up on your yard and leave it forever and you guys are ah, oh, look jimmy come outside we got a brand new rv that nobody wants so
5: it's ours it's like our pot oh, of gold
2: oh look <laughs> we don't do that here in america damn it we want to and um, ma- mainly it's not that it's a bother it doesn't bother me it just weirds yeah. me out that this thing is. I'm not going. I can't believe that thing's still parked out there. Like, who would you? Uh, I don't Claire care. Says we would just effing ask them. Who? Who, who do you ask? Ask who? Yeah. There's no one to ask. Yeah. Ask the car. Excuse me, car. Where did you come from? Meep 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 meep. It doesn't work that way. None of these nah, who am I supposed to talk to? The neighbors on the okay, I can tell you this. The neighbors on this side of us, they have yeah. no idea. And the neighbors yeah. on this side of me have no idea. And the ones next yeah. to them have no idea. So the, the the thing next to do would be for me to go across the street there where that used to be a giant empty field and is now a billion townhomes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> go to every single door. And
2: I'm ask. not doing that. Yeah. F that. I feel like I feel like if
4: if uh if it's not your, if it's not either of the neighbors on either side of you, which would be the most convenient place for this person to park, it's not like they, you know, if they were visiting or staying in a house down the way, plenty of space for them to park in front of that house, right? Right. right. So, so this feels like a stolen, a stolen, abandoned uh, vehicle, right? And exactly. Somebody's probably looking for it, and uh,
2: probably if you, and someone in the chat says, "This is what police do: they plant a car, and hope somebody breaks in."
4: I don't know yeah. about that. I don't think so. I mean, I, not not without maybe a white van somewhere parked around with a camera that can uh, kind of watch it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could see yeah. it, I suppose.
4: But. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, at least tell the police so that they can say, oh, yeah, actually, is a license plate. Blah, 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 blah. They won't say this to you, obviously, but you'll give them a the license plate. But like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is a stolen car. Uh, we've been looking for this one. Awesome, thanks.
2: You know what? That's um, better that I do that now than they snoop around, find it, and go. It's in front of their house. We need to question exactly. Ah, uh, we
4: found the we found the uh, uh, the thief. Um, and and really, I mean, there's an inconvenience factor because if uh, uh, if your kids come over. You know they're all going to drive over. They need a place to park. All of a sudden, it's like, well, now they're parking in front of the neighbors, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and what the neighbors are having a party, and you know, like, oh no, there's no parking. So it's like, yeah, it's you know, all, this, yeah. this car, if it, if it's, it's, not gonna... it's not a matter of being nosy or being like Gladys Kravitz on us. It's like, uh no, I mean, somebody. This obviously is a car that belongs to somebody. It's been left here. Let's see if we can match it up with its owner.
2: Yeah, you you don't go the old Irish trick of. Ah, it's, only, it's been here 30 days. You know what that means, don't you? It means it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that
4: possession, way. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Help me break <laughs> in and wire this thing.
2: <coughs> and By the way, someone four or five people in the chat have said, is the registration current? I don't know. It's locked. I can't get in there. <laughs> How do I know that? You
4: haven't dug into the glove compartment, Scott? No. I can't believe it. No,
2: no I haven't shaken the, the door handle vigorously. I haven't even touched the thing. Um, other than look at it, but, and I guess I wrote on the tire, but yeah, I, I want them to, uh, I mean, it even has nice tires. Look at those nice alloy tires. I know.
4: I know. It's a really nice car.
2: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely, uh,
4: you know, if it's, if it doesn't belong to someone uh, that would have parked in front of yours or the neighbor's houses, Hmm. then, then it's definitely been abandoned or, or stolen or something.
2: I guess I can look at the VIN number on the window there the little tiny one down by the dash and I can oh gosh I don't Do a know. search for well, that, can that? you
4: look on you can look on carfax for that but I don't know if it's going to tell you anything
2: no it may at the most it just may say whether it's i don't know
4: oh they're talking about registration current with the sticker on the plate the the year sticker the month and year sticker oh that kind plate. of
2: registration oh i don't know i have to look at that
4: and it's only been here a month it's not like it's uh no yeah
2: yeah it's yeah So it's not it's not like years or anything but but uh yeah and you know what today's the day where i'm calling i'm starting at the top we're going to start or at the bottom depending on your attitude about it. I'm, like, I'm going to start with the hoa and then we'll right. go from there
4: there you we'll go i do happens. like how you know, the 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 has gone from um uh like professional marriage counselors
2: to uh <laughs> to mind your own business my own bit it's literally in front <laughs> exactly. of my house that is exactly. my business in a way you know you know?
4: Communication is the key to all relationships. She should just get out of that relationship. By the way, mind what your own business, business about the car.
2: <laughs> uh, we're here to point out the duality <laughs> of life and you guys. A little
4: bit. little bit. All it's-
2: right. That's what we do. Okay. <laughs> Tanner, by the way, speaking of our uh, community, Tanner wrote in. You know Tanner. He, he's your DM.
4: He's my DM.
2: That's yeah. right. Uh, DM, good friend Tanner wrote in and said, uh, This is about the cheese stuff. Additional cheese info. He says, hi, cheese is literally addictive. And I went, uh, and kept reading. (laughs) Cheese contains a chemical called casein, which is found in dairy products and can trigger the brain's opioid receptors. Therefore, cheese is is a kind of heroin. Your friend, Tanner. Now, I'm not saying I don't believe him, but I'm saying secondary backup on this wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't mind hearing someone uh, back up this claim. That if I, yeah. you know, if I, like, if I go nuts on the cheese, am I gonna, you know, crave it fortnightly? Like, what's gonna happen?
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. Oh, I just lost my, I just lost our, uh, there we go. Hold on a second. I don't want to lose for, our thing. What are you losing? There? Um, Yeah, because I was looking up. I was Googling uh, casein just to see, or casein. Casein, casein? I guess
2: I say. Casein? Um,
4: To see the the dill. What's the dill with that? Yeah, what's the dill with casein?
2: Casein. Can I smoke it?
4: It's a phosphoprotein of milk. Uh, It's precipitate from milk by heating with an acid or by the action of lactic acid and souring is used in making paints and adhesives. Yum. And it's uh, produced uh, when milk is curdled by rennet, the chief constituent of cheese, and is used in making plastics. Um
2: weird i, I don't, don't, I, I don't like that plastic stuff maybe it's like petroleum. you know people that huff on paint or gas so yeah. maybe that part of it is addictive or something yeah i don't know I don't but know. you're telling me there's <clears> some <throat> shit and cheese i didn't know was in there that's grossing me out gross there's some some the adhesive stuff from cheese yeah yeah there's thing. bill bill makes things in his studio out of cheese products <laughs> this
4: is right this is prop uh prop making material yes
2: i love that okay i gotta say one more thing about the car and then we'll move on Sure, sure, sure. I love that me somehow not being a total freak on day one, but instead letting it go for a month before I even do anything, before I even start questioning it, somehow still makes me some sort of stingy old man up the street. (laughs) You got to be kidding me.
4: (laughs) It's such a weird take. Exactly. Exactly. And literally the first thing you said is, you know, I tried looking around to see if maybe, you know, someone needed to do a wellness check, if somebody was okay and... You know, is in their in their house partially being eaten by their dog, uh, forgot and, and you know, and isn't there to move their car.
2: Yeah. If anything, I should feel bad about not doing that earlier. Because yeah. whoever's whoever needs a wellness check might be past the point of wellness. I don't know. I don't even want to think exactly. about it. Exactly. Only- if
4: it was one day, if it was like two days, you totally would be uh you'd
2: be Karen. Basically yeah. you'd be like
4: why is this car been in front of my house for two
2: days? Yeah, I don't want to be Karen. I don't want to be Chad or whatever the man version is. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm Chad free right now, except for a friend of yeah. mine named Chad. Other than that, I don't like Chads. Yeah, don't don't
4: be uh, don't be a Chad. By and the way, all the yeah, Chads in our chat, you guys confirms. are all
2: nice. Chad, or, sorry, ta- uh, Frog Pants people named Chad, you guys are great. I just want to put that out there. Of sorry, course, man, go of ahead.
4: course. Um, yeah, uh, Mount Sinai study. Um, Assisted uh, PhD assistant professor of pharmacology and systems therapeutics from the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai. Uh, new research argues that cheese is addictive in a way similar to drugs because of a chemical called casein, which is found in dairy products and can trigger the brain's opioid receptors.
2: Damn! There you go. There you I, go. Look at the brain on Tanner. Holy crap!
4: Exactly. Yes. I'm I don't ever go mainline feel some cheddar. I'll I don't... be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i to an eight ball of Monterey Jack. I'll, uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Probably the uh, kind of cheese matters, but um, good luck out, though, all, all you cheese junkies. I mean, you get the help of it. I bet it need. doesn't.
4: I bet it's any kind of, because if, it's, if uh, casein is created by just the curdling process, that's how you create cheese. So yeah. I bet it, it may not matter which kind of cheese.
2: Yep, cheese dealers. But
4: if you get a better high from a Gouda than you would from uh
2: that's what i'm saying Would a real stinky cheese just give you the real grooving you know i don't know maybe i don't yeah. know how that works good cush cheese uh let's move on to this we got a play a playable audio file from a listener who left us a voicemail correcting us on a fact about okay. light speed and radio waves and i hate to say this but we got like 300 of these
4: Oh, okay. I'm just right.
2: choosing this one because it is representative of the problem. <laughs> but All right. many of you, and I have no problem admitting that we were wrong about this on the air, and I have no problem with that. So I'm going to play it now and clear the air, literally the airwaves of our radio wave problem. <laughs> Here you go. Hey,
0: Scott and Brian, this is Kay. I'm not okay from Discord. Just listening to TMS, I'm about a day behind, but I don't know if anybody said anything about radio waves, but radio waves do travel at the speed of light. So if we do achieve radio wave speed, we would be traveling at the speed of light. Um, this came off a lot more pretentious than I intended it to do. To <laughs> be. Anyway, I love the show, though. Bye.
2: <laughs> nah, you weren't pretentious at all. So uh, this was a mostly me thing. I said um if we yeah if we
4: travel to why don't we why don't we first focus on traveling at the speed of sound rather than the speed of light
2: yeah because it seemed quick i was like wait you're telling me 24 minutes and we're at mars that seemed crazy fast to me i didn't realize that was exactly the same if we were speeding going at the speed of light i had no idea that was absolutely news to me and i feel like i'm pretty i'm pretty good at the science stuff i know stuff Right, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I guess sure. I guess that's that one fell by the wayside. I had no idea. I figured that was a slower because you always hear about. I'm conflating two things when people break the sound barrier. Right. I think, oh well, we can actually pull that off with a jet. An F-14 can do this. Bam! Makes the noise, has the weird like, you know, cloud thing they fly yeah. through. Yeah. All that stuff, and you can see it happen. But I don't see anybody beating the speed of light in their F-14. And so, in my well, mind, there must be totally different. But sound barrier, the way. And, yeah, and light, the way I think about
4: sound. it is uh, is when you're watching fireworks from a distance, and the further the distance, you'll see the flash of the firework and then you'll hear the you know right, right. afterwards, which tells me that sound travels
2: slower than light. Right. But what and so but, I guess the distinction is radio waves.
4: Right. Radio waves are are different.
2: They're right. on the same bus as light waves. Like they're all they're hanging out, they're in a car together right like their their so, yeah. mode of movement is the same one for lack of a better way of saying it and i guarantee there are better ways <laughs> See of this? Saying it.
4: and this is the part like i don't know so i'm gonna shut up because i don't know yeah
2: <laughs> but he's right and i don't know why we yeah. did that but anyway thank you we we don't mind your corrections are fine and i'm happy to bite on those on those uh, bullets when you when you shoot yeah them.
4: and and uh, i mean here's a question this is probably one that bobby can put in his pocket for the next time we talk to him but um uh is it you know the the speed that that um uh the light and sound well sound obviously can't travel through um a vacuum because it needs air to to create uh uh to basically to basically move. That's right. why in space no one can hear you scream. Right. People thought that was just, you know, no, that's like a scientific fact. In space no one can hear you scream. Right. It was just, you know, really Scott saying, there. oh let's 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 drop a science bomb on them while they're freaking out about a xenomorph. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. but uh <laughs> they kind of did uh but you know when you're when you're on land and that's you know when again when you're seeing the fireworks and you're hearing the the fireworks after you see the flash of light is it does it go slower in areas where like the, the air is heavier or more uh, humid? Mm-hmm. This would be an interesting question.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Lobby. But in the case of radio waves, we send those out in space all the time. Yeah,
4: radio waves, are, that doesn't require So uh, in my head, I just went, like oh, that.
2: audio, radio. My, my brain just sure. conflated the two things. Sure. So. That's how it gotcha. is. We got corrected. Thank you for that. Uh, K is his name. We appreciate it. I like I'm not cool. okay as a username. Unless it means he's not okay. I hope you're okay. I hope you're doing okay. Oh, right.
4: Randy chimes in, says, Humid air is lighter.
2: Hmm. Lighter. So,
4: all right, so as a test, if you were to send an audio clip for recommendals uh, <laughs> from where you're at, would it travel faster to us? Uh, because uh, it's passing through some humid California air before it gets to the dry Utah
2: It must be. Whatever makes Utah it air? slower is what's happening, because I still don't have that clip. clip so. <laughs> That must be, uh, you know, Brian, we've really cracked one open here. This is really great. That's exactly. Take that. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson and all you other smarty pantsers. Randy, send me your clip. Gosh, dang it. Uh, All right. (laughs) Let's uh, let's move on. We got to do Battle Royale. So let's do it now. Um,
4: Yeah, let's do that.
2: That means you guys can hop in the discord and send me a PM in there. Uh, If you haven't done that already, I'm frog pants in there at frog pants. Really easy to find. You need to have a shared server, or we have to be friends already, I believe, to initiate that. Um, mm-hmm. Either way, hop in. We want you to be a part of today's winnings. <laughs>
4: we must be friends.
2: Yeah, yeah, we must be friends. That's a great way of saying it. And uh, we also are trying to bring in our friend Brian, who is currently ringing, but not answering. Let's see how this goes. I got the rings of ringage, as uh, Daryl once said so uh, poignantly. It's ringing, and there he is. Yay. Look who it is. It's Brian Dunaway joining us for a little uh, tadpooly feud on a Wednesday. How are you doing, sir? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Doing
0: oh, pretty good. Just amusing myself listening to two nerds on a podcast <laughs> uh, get... Get taken down by uh, by scientific facts and then going on for five more minutes about more scientific facts.
4: <laughs>
2: yep, yep.
4: Begging right. for exactly. more feedback. Yeah, Exactly. It's like, oh, thank you for that correction. Let's provide some right. more material for tomorrow. Yeah,
2: why not? <laughs> Why not have you know? It's all content. Let's get more in here. Yeah, I like exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's good to have you here, man. Uh, you sound lively. <sighs> oh, yeah. You know, like you're having a good day. Oh, yes, 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 sir. Fair, fair point there.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's it's, uh, it's cloudy outside. Going to be it's going to be rainy, I believe. So it's kind of real oh, fall weather. Nice. It feels real fallish today. So I'm I'm digging it. Well, That's I cool. like fall.
2: Fall's great. I love fall too. Big fan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to the best I can. I don't like how everyone gets sick in the fall, but I'm gonna try to have like the best couple of months of fall I can I can have. That's my goal. So we'll see how it goes. Wish me luck, everyone. Uh, joining us on the line right now is our contestant uh, audience member, and this is Becca Smiles. Hi, Becca. Oh,
6: hello. Hi, how hello. are you?
2: Oh, hi, yeah. Becca. Have we done this with you before? I can't remember. Your name is... I no, mean, obviously, you've
6: talked. No, this, this uh, First-time first caller. Long-time first-time.
2: Oh, oh, awesome. Cool.
6: Uh, but, you nice. know... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm around. All
2: right. Well, well, you you smile, know, you're
6: you're a definitely in
0: the rest.
2: community. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's do this. Uh, Brian Ibbett over here has got a plan, and he's got prizes. So, Brian, explain.
4: Uh, my plan is to sing uh, Sarah Smiles, but use Becca Smiles for all the lyrics. Uh, it's time to play the tadpooly feud. I've sur- the, surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to to predict the answers that they gave us. And it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Becca Smiles. Your job is more important. <laughs> Than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Fire Girl and Planet T D. Uh, <laughs> that's Planet, better than Planet V D. TV. It's like it's better than so many right. things, right? Planet T D is not one you want to go to. Planet V D. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yeah. T B would be bad.
4: I guess it's Planet Touchdown. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if that's the uh, no. Planet Touchdown. Oh, Woo! Planet Touchdown! <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so the home
0: of the, of the Miami stadium.
2: is the home of the Miami Dolphins. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, zing. Oh. Zinger. That was a zinger.
4: All right, <laughs> let's get you guys your topic. <laughs> and uh, this is a fun one. Oh my gosh, so many choices, so many places this can go. Put your hands on your buzzers and give me your best answer to this. We asked 422 tadpoolers who is the best dog for the movie? Brian. Ryan. Um, uh, Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Show me Beethoven. It's uh, a shame. I will repeat the question for uh, uh. the full question for Scott. It's you, very short. When you're anyway, time lagging, you have to yeah. take chances. No, you yeah. do. You do. I don't blame you one bit. Uh Who is the best dog from movies or TV? Um.
2: Oh, it's <laughs> kind of what I thought it was. Um. Yeah. Best dog, you say? Best from dog. Um, best dog. who's the who's who's the who's, the good, who's boy? good boy? Who's best? Who's good boy? Yeah, um, I'm gonna say Fry's dog
1: okay. from Futurama. Yeah. Good answer. What's, what's that but dog's but name, Scott?
2: He's, um, he's dead. Oh shit! It's kind pepperoni. of a, we Don't avoid that episode at our house because everyone cries. I cannot it's remember dead. the name of the damn dog. Am I, am uh, the I, name
4: I, the name of that damn dog is Seymour Asses. Show me Seymour. Surprise dog from Futurama.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Number four. Well done. Nice. Um, Becca, it's me
4: and you then. We. Yeah. yeah. So you got uh, control of the board and you've got Becca on
2: your side. Becca, you seem like a cat lover because I see your icon. There's a cat on there.
4: No, that, no that's just Mr. Business.
2: Oh, that's Mr. Bill. Oh, no, is it's Mr. Mr. Business <laughs> from Boz
6: Burgers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Uh, I, yeah. I have, I have two dogs.
2: Oh, you have do. Well, good. So have you, a Great
6: Dane and a golden doodle.
2: Well, then you let, right. you know what's great about dogs. So do you have any dogs <laughs> that jump out and you're like, oh yeah, that'd be a perfect dog. Uh,
6: this. The first one that came to mind for me was a buddy from the Air Bud movie.
2: Oh, oh Air Bud dog. Randy's
4: gonna love that. Yeah, let's you do mean, it, Randy. Uh, I think he found that to be an Oscar-worthy performance, if I remember correctly, yeah, <laughs> the, 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 fun, mm-hmm. the performance of Buddy on Air Bud. Uh, all right, show me Buddy. Oh, Are you no. kidding me? Uh, no. I will Are tell you, you that. Uh, but <laughs> number eleven on the list is wow. freaking Buddy from Airbud. Yes.
2: Wow. I was hoping more '90s nice. kids were going to pipe in on that, but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's all right. All right.
2: All right. Done away. Well,
4: see ya, Brian. Back over to you. What you got?
0: I'm going to go with everybody's favorite. Where's he at, Lassie? Where's he at? Mm. Did you find Billy?
4: Mm. Going he fell down a well. <laughs> Where's Timmy? Yeah. All right, show me Lassie. Oh. Number one answer on the Boo. board.
0: Number one not answer. Not so we got a bunch of, of old points, people but, in the tad uh, pool.
4: Pretty much. Pretty much.
0: Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Well, if they if they liked the Lassie dog, then they must have liked his little buddy Benji. He's a little scrappier, <laughs> but uh a little scruffy. Yeah. A little scruffy, but he still he still gets the job done. He's, right. he's always busting crime though right wasn't that his deal busting crime I yeah think so kinda. right he yeah. he'd
4: bring the bloody glove to the police and stuff and then say roof
2: yeah, yeah. we had all those right. dogs growing up and they Murder. all stunk they, they had the smelly hiding roof yeah roof. <laughs> he's on the roof
4: all right all right show me benji number oh, eight damn it big points big good points,
0: points. pulled way ahead there yeah, yeah yeah thank you thank you um I'm going to go with uh, my favorites, Great Dane, um, a detective, uh, and pot smoker, Scooby, Dooby-Doo, <laughs> Dooby-Dooby-Doo. Doobie-doo,
4: mm. All right. All right. Okay. Roll. Mm. Okay, Raggy. Uh, show me Scooby-Doo. <laughs> zoinks. Oh. Number two on the list. Oh, oh my gosh.
2: You do a good. Uh, All that's right. That's a good uh, Wow.
0: He does a great one. Yeah. yeah I, I think he does a great Matthew Lillard, I think is what he actually does.
4: <laughs> yeah. You don't think it's, pretty it's, good. it's my Casey Kasem, man. It's my no, keep your it's... feet on the ground and keep <laughs> reaching for the stars.
2: <laughs> I think still better Matthew Lillard. I think Lillard is uh, like the Lillard is the standard now, right? I think he is. I definitely think he's is. Yeah. All right, Dunaway. All
0: right. All um, right. Um, um Oh God. I wanna say I don't think I think they're, everybody's they're skewing old, but I don't think shaggy da is going to be on there so i'm going to have to go with uh my other favorite satan's little helper santa's little helper <laughs> on the the premiere <laughs> episode of the simpsons uh yeah sure it's, it's all the homework could get for the kids for
4: christmas yeah all right all right <laughs> yep. yep. show me santa's little helper Damn Number nine. Oh, uh, this is nice some- some big points going on the board here. Some
0: good, them some good bites. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, some good bites. Um, yeah, some good bites. This is delicious. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Yummy. All right. Um, all I can, God, all I can think of is scrappy Doo, and no one is putting scrappy Doo up there. That is all <laughs> Nobody, I can think of. Nobody's for put some right, for some is reason. the
4: best dog. Yeah, no,
0: I know. I just, God, why am I blanking now? And I was doing so good. Uh, Oh Jesus! Um, oh my God! Uh, how about... Um, good Lord! There's other. I said Beethoven. Yeah, oh, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I just got this in on VHS. I know. Yeah. Tom Hanks no, is uh, Tom Hanks, <laughs> really? and he's Turner, uh-huh. and he's got a dog. He's got a big fat doggy. The a lot, and his name is Hooch. Yeah. I'm going to say,
2: oh, my God. <laughs> Ouch. Ah, you thought by padding it with all that conversation, it was going to make you it might, more true. Yeah, Here's the sad thing. The
4: Hooch was still number 14 on the list. I mean, <laughs> there's <was laughs> enough people there that go. pushed
2: him that close to the top. Mm. Suddenly,
4: Did I tell you, by the way, that Beethoven was number 12? I didn't.
2: They no. told it was number nice. 12, so it's really close. I couldn't
4: tell you that because that was your initial guess.
2: I'm going to say, uh, I feel like there's a lot of cartoon heads out there. I'm going to say uh, Brian the dog from, from uh, uh, your Peter Griffin
0: Oh, deal. that
4: is smart.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That is smart. Yeah, Brian,
2: Peter Griffin. Yep. 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 All right. Show Brian. me
4: Brian from Family Guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yep. number there five on the list. It's points. All right, Becca, knowing what we know. That's feels right. like uh, we might be on a, you know, we could win this now. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, that just jumped oh, out? Oh, now so I've got a million.
0: Aww. Don't you hate that?
2: Now I have like yep. a million in my head. Yeah, when you when you move Jesus. away from it,
4: when you're not struggling, all of a sudden they just yeah. come to
2: you. Becca, do you have a million? No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I don't either. Do Wait, one one is all we need. Just yeah, uh,
6: There's There's Clifford, the big red dog. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, that is really good. I didn't think about that.
2: Um, yeah, I feel like that's a, I mean, every kid in lots of generations, that feels right to me. let's say Clifford, the big red dog.
4: All right. Show me Clifford. Oh, come on. Uh, Clifford was number 22. Made the list, but, uh, not high enough to, to be at the top there.
2: All right. Done away.
4: Four answers left on the board. Lots of, uh, Holy big numbers too.
0: Four, uh, I'll tell you where my heart's at. My heart's at Dino Mutt, but there's no way
4: <laughs>
0: Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt, but there's just yeah. no way. So I'm going to go with a, in a totally different direction. I'm going to go with Blue from
4: Blue's Clues. Sure, sure. Okay. Let's see if he's back from checked in the mail. Uh show me Blue. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, blue man. was on the list uh, lower though. Um,
0: guy, uh, yeah, down in there thinking chair and
4: think mm-hmm. tied for think. 44th. Wow. forty fourth, thirty fourth. Wow, forty
2: fourth. It's the mail. I gotta get the mail. Oh, how'd the song go? Whatever. It is. Here's the wow, mail. Is-
4: it never fails. It fails. Makes so- me wanna wake my mail. when it comes. I wanna wail. Thank you. Mail!
2: He does jazz hands with it. Mail. You know the deal. I know you know the deal it's been a while i tried to block some of that out um <laughs> i'm gonna throw in um if i know our tad pool i think they probably said bandit from bluey mm. oh that's that was yeah i was going that That was my next yeah, direction i like bandit right. a lot so bandit the dad uh, from bluey he's the best in the world ever in the history all right. right
4: show me bandit shit Shit. Oh, third strike. Bandit was uh, so uh let's see, bandit, bandit, bandit. Um
2: Bandit's I know the I best. saw bandit should be number one, man.
4: Should be, but not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: that that is clear for sure that he is not here, unfortunately. Um
4: actually surprisingly,
2: no bandit. Damn it. That is a name. That's a fallacy of Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you guys effed up. All right, Brian, you <laughs> got to clear the board now. <laughs> that's your job.
0: Oh, I don't have to. Oh, that's true. That's true. If I could do that, then we could still win a prize Yes, yes exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: yeah. a lot of pressure. Uh, that's
0: a lot of pressure. I was going to blow it, and now I've got to. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, right, I believe in you. So you guys you. give me a hand then. I've got. I've got, the thing. I hit. Okay. Oh no! You're, Dude, you're good. The thing
2: switched to a different zone for some reason. I didn't do it. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I, the, the underdog was one. So you guys got to help me out here to see what maybe the best answers are. Underdog was one. Hong Kong Fui was another, You know, uh, the
4: audience, uh, the Ted pool is a uh,
0: Sh- Sherman. And, uh, look at, Sh- by the way, was it Sherman or was it a uh, Peabody? Which one was it? Was he the Peabody? Uh, Mr. Peabody um,
4: was the dog. Yeah. Mr. Peabody. Right, would say um, quiet you. To Snoop- the, to the kid. Snoopy would be a good answer. Chat- the oh, chat yeah, room Snoopy,
0: smart was Snoopy. Yes. Snoopy's a really good one. Agreed. Yeah. Give that. us give us some <laughs> give us some dog, doggy loving that Lucy does not want kisses from. Give yeah, us some sure.
2: Snoopy. Yeah, give Show us some background
4: me on it. Snoopy, <laughs> number seven. All right, very good.
2: Nice. Brian's Brian's desire about, to give backstory and plot to all of his answers is one of my favorite exactly, things. Yeah. I right. love
0: it. So fun. What about there's there's Brain from Inspector Gadget? Um, like I said, oh. all these started flooding into my brain.
4: uh Oh, oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> uh, no but mm-hmm. uh i do see i have seen a couple people say uh the remaining like, three in the chat room really oh yeah somebody Something just said to... one of them but but time wise i don't know if you're uh, looking at the uh, the uh chat room
0: well i mean we're we're in the cartoon world so, right so no, i mean, not always the, it
6: doesn't the, have to be, the, uh, um,
4: be a cartoon real world Uncle dog i
6: can th- yeah well i have actually oh. uh, eddie from fraser Oh Maybe yeah, pray, pray Eddie
0: Eddie, yeah. Eddie, that's a great dog. And we got Frazier coming back out again soon, right? I think <laughs> yeah, we should go yeah. with Eddie. Thank you for the background. Eddie the, yeah. the flea the flea hound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> show me. Well, I, show me. I try to get the background so that the dogs aren't confused. Like if you me, oh, like, yeah. like not that Eddie. No, go I'm ahead. not complaining. Right, right.
4: right. No, there are exactly no, there are multiple ones of these. All right, show me Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. All you right. got two uh, left. Two man. more answers and uh got two uh, more. That's another one that people have been saying a lot. Um
2: Right. Who <laughs> in the chat so, said so Diane not, from Cheers? Why would you say that? Oh, is so it so not there was an episode never
0: So made. not um not a Rocco little. because he's the wallaby. Yeah. He's I'd not say
4: uh, uh right. another and, and and clue on these last two is that they're both um CGI. Oh. Well I guess well let oh, me take that they're... back. One is one is uh just straight up uh three D animated, the other one is CGI.
2: Oh well, wasn't interesting. But isn't one of aren't the, aren't they wouldn't that make them both CGI or no?
4: I mean technically yes, but one is one is a character in a three D animated movie, the other oh. one is a CGI dog from a live action yep. movie.
2: That makes sense. All right. The yeah. big distinction there.
4: That's that's the differentiation I was trying sure. to
2: make. All right, Brian, mm. what do you think of that? Those are some good tips. That's a really good that question. That shouldn't be that much. I um, mean, because you
4: guys have been saying, you guys have been constantly saying, yeah, right, right there. I see both of them mentioned right there. Those are the two you should say. What? Oh, those two right so, there. Those you should say. So <laughs> Cosmo's
0: a great dog, right? No yeah, t- context given. No, no context given none. Just Cosmo dog. <laughs> Cosmo dog. Yeah.
4: All right. Show me Cosmo. Well done, Cosmo from Guardians mm. of the Galaxy. Voiced by... Uh, Borat's daughter.
5: That's <laughs> oh, right. Last, what? Uh, I didn't know yeah. that. I loved
4: her on that
2: Borat the sequel. Yeah, she yeah. was so she's good.
4: The, she's the voice of Cosmo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Man,
2: that sequel shouldn't so, have been so good. It was so good. Oh my gosh, it was really anyway, good. Yeah, yeah,
4: had heart. So
0: man. we're we're going theatrical still, right? So we did yes, one the, that was the, live the, action. Right now, and the other one CGI theatrical. Right,
4: the three D movie, three D animated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last one has to be Doug. Who's Doug,
0: Doug, Doug. squirrel, squirrel. squirrel, Doug, oh, squirrel, Doug. don't tell him, don't, don't tell him because he doesn't want any context, he just wants to answer, <laughs> <laughs> Doug,
4: show me Doug, <laughs> nicely done, well done, you run the board,
0: yeah, and, uh, you did it,
2: you, <laughs> you did, did it, the, the chat room,
0: time. the chat The chat room gave you that,
2: yeah, they did, thank yeah. you oh, chat yeah, room. Absolutely. nothing wrong oh, with yeah. that Good job, you guys. Uh, that means this. Congratulations, you're a winner, Brian. What other answers did we miss that were on?
4: Yeah, this? so the so the next few on the list here, um, uh, Airbud, uh, Beethoven. We mentioned Cujo, number uh, thirteen. People oh, with, uh, Cujo's hey, such Ritz. a good dog. Yeah, yeah,
2: what a good boy. Uh, the oh best dog from
4: your TV, K9 from Doctor Who, London from The Littlest oh, okay. Hobo. A lot of people said London. Uh, Daisy, John Wick's dog. Basically, the reason we have all those oh. John Wick movies uh, mm-hmm. is that one. Uh, Bluey was on the list. No bandit, but Bluey. Gromit, mm-hmm. Milo from The Mask, Wishbone, Hong Kong Fooey, uh, Marley, Old Yeller, Rin Tin Tin. Old oh, Yeller. Uh, Shadow. Not, no Hound?
0: Hound from Fox and the Hound? Lady? Tramp? Uh, Maybe nope. Those.
4: Nope, neither of those. Mm-hmm. Shadow from Homeward Bound, Astro from the Jetsons, uh, Brain from Inspector Gadget, uh, Einstein Marvel. from Back to the Future, mm-hmm. Mutley, Pluto, oh. Underdog, uh, <laughs> Chance from Homeward Bound. Uh, two <laughs> oh. people said Chewbacca. Okay. Well, uh, two, that people is also said, two people also said Dino Mutt from Blue Falcon, so you feel yes, the yes. yes.
2: from that one. Yeah.
4: Yes. Uh, Porthos, Tiger, Toto, Alf, again, Uh, questionable.
2: (laughs) I will admit to thinking Uh, the name Alf. I didn't say it. He does like to
0: eat cats, but don't tell Scott that. That's context.
2: No, I don't mind. Hey, I like the context. I just find it hilarious that I get a Wikipedia entry for every answer. I like it. I like it. Uh, So
0: let me ask you this. You said canine. Now, did you mean canine cop? With Jim Belushi? No, I really didn't.
4: I meant K-9 from Doctor Who. Um, (laughs) And then we had Dog from Road Warrior, Dog from The Walking Dead, and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Nice. Dog the Bounty Hunter. What was the Dog's... What was the Dog's...
0: uh, Robot Dog's name in Battlestar Galactic from the original? Why am I forgetting that right now?
2: Oh, uh... Oh,
0: no. no, no, that was yeah. that was yeah. Buck yeah. Rogers. Uh, hold on,
2: Boxy. that will no,
4: no. Battlestar Glad took a Boxy, that's Boxy. it. Boxy. Boxy. So, yeah, nobody said Boxy. Yeah, oh, no, one person said Boxy. Yeah, yeah and
2: bo- Boxy made this sound where it just went, beep, 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 it was yeah. like a, right. yeah, it was weird. It's a terrible thing. He, was, that he, wore,
0: cor- he wore
2: Corduroy, right? Got some Corduroy did on. Did he? I don't remember that. Did he have Corduroy <laughs> on? Now, that's some he context I didn't <laughs> know, I like that. Bring that to the table every time. <laughs> <laughs> amazingly nobody
4: said snoop dog I'm, I'm depressed mm. um, oh that's funny okay. one person did say uh, did say ubu for sit ubu sit oh that ubu is ubu a sit. good dog yeah they even dog. say so every episode of family ties yeah
0: boxy was uh, the boy oh no we did it we're gonna get some messages
2: wait the bo- <laughs> the kid's was name the boy? was
4: bo- boxy Roxy was the dog <laughs> that's right okay
2: eh, okay why name your kid boxy that's shitty <laughs> Those are shitty parents. You don't name your kid. Muffet Boxy. was the robot dog. Muffet. Oh yeah, my god. That's bull crap. I hate that. I had a Muffet. Did you
0: have
4: a Muffet? I had a Muffet.
2: I didn't have a, Muffet. Didn't have a Muffet. No. Little action mm-hmm. figure you're talking about? Uh, yeah. Now I can yeah. tell, you know what? I looked him up. You're not wrong about the uh the corduroy. That's weird.
0: Right. Why do right. you
2: remember that? That's a weird thing to remember. <laughs> wow. All
0: Brain. Right. Yeah. Brain is Full Of useless
2: information, brain is weird. Uh, well, anyone excellent.
6: Say, did anyone say Indiana from Indiana Jones? Oh, hilarious!
1: One of the Paul.
4: best dogs that we've never seen in film. Is yeah, uh, or maybe did we see him in the uh, young Indiana Jones Chronicles? I imagine that,
2: that oh, uh, maybe we would have had to see oh, him like, there, right? Yeah, I'll bet they did. I don't remember any of those, but I'll bet they but they did. Yeah. They should do a whole There's new one series. one of those by the way that yeah.
4: that starred Harrison Ford was a was a uh, uh actually had Harrison Ford in a uh, uh in a in an episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Like
2: a like a flash forward kind of deal or uh?
4: sort of like it was its own little self-contained story and it was um him and another guy in a um in a snow-covered cabin or something.
2: Weird. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an odd one. I wouldn't have picked that, but uh, it exists. Uh, well, the good news is that we have some prizes for Becca. Becca, how do you feel about your uh, your your win? Even though it may have been a little helped, do you still feel good about it? Do you feel all right?
6: Oh, I, I feel like everyone won today.
2: Oh, that's really nice. That's right. I think you're right oh, about nice. that. That's nice. Uh, let's go ahead and get those prizes to you. Brian will be sending those via disc or uh, yeah Discord if he hasn't already. Uh, and uh, already congratulations! Done? It's always Nice having somebody new. So thanks for being here today. Hey, Dunaway today. Mm. Here's some context for you today at 4 p.m. Mountain time. uh, That'll be 6 p.m. Your time on the East coast there. You and I are going to sit down and talk about the first three, uh, uh pointy boobs, tomb raider. tomb raider games yes the and it's important like pointy boobs that's tomb raider. right because is
4: time for the remaster
2: yeah yeah, they're, yeah that's, right. in fact, mm-hmm. that's why uh, i think that's why dunaway actually was the one that suggested it. he's like we got this coming up like we should talk about this so we're going to do that and there's a it's a pretty crazy history of uh specifically the stuff that that was supposed to happen first and only on the on the uh, sega saturn and then there was a bunch mm-hmm. of switch around because suddenly Sony was in the fray and they were actually selling a lot more PS1s than everyone thought they were going to. Oh, and yeah. then they shifted gears. And anyway, A Legend was born. One of the great mascots, yeah. if you want to call her that, of gaming of that era. Yeah. And uh, we will talk all about uh, Laura Croft and her fun times in the first three very ugly video games if you look at the old ones. I hope these remasters look better because going back yeah. and playing some of this for this for this episode.
5: Oh, man.
2: Oh gosh! Whoa, yeah it was it was very pixelated, especially on the PlayStation.
0: The Windows version is a little <laughs> less egregious, but still is yeah. very blocky.
2: Yeah, um, and
0: tank controls gross. I know,
2: right? I have very specific memory of my with my daughter on this one. That I'll save it for the show, but it's a, a, a very meaningful little little kid moment Aww. that happened Aww, with cool. the first or second th- Tomb Raider. Anyway, that'll be today, four p.m. Mountain Time. frogpants.tv, or wherever you get your podcast. Just look for Play Retro. Brian Dunaway, is there anything you'd like to add to that?
0: Uh, happy birthday to Zoe! One day later. Oh, nice. Aww. She's sixteen. You can She's have 16, one of these. Sixteen, yeah. 16
2: driving. Happy wow.
6: birthday.
2: Here's what you should do: take her right out to God. the uh, to the DMV. There, get her a license. We have, that's we're doing that
0: today. She's got a restricted, and so she can go get the 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 real deal today.
2: Mm. Yep. We're strong. You guys call it restricted. We call it a learn learner's permit. We call it out here.
0: I, it may be called learner's permit. It's got restrictions on it. There's like different levels you can get. Mm-hmm. You can, If you take the training, you can get stuff signed so you can drive after a certain hour and all kinds of crazy stuff.
2: Sure, sure. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations mm-hmm. to her. And while she's there, ask, what what are you supposed to do when a car has been parked in front of your yard too long? Ask her <laughs> what they <say> about that. <laughs> Brian Dunaway, everybody. Kiss our butts. We'll see you next like you. time. Thank you. Bye now. Oh, he said thank you instead of know you. Instead of
4: know you. <sighs> yeah, wow. I don't know, a, even know what to make it just, of that. It's like a slightly softer <clears throat> Dunaway,
2: apparently. Yeah, no kidding. A little squishy one. Softer, gentler Dunaway. We're gonna do one news story. And here it comes. It's time for some quick news brought to you by Little Tiny Things. Uh look at this. So oh, watch this. Uh are they right here? Yeah. So my daughter collects little tiny things. So she got some duplicates. She has like a blind, you know, blind boxes. We're all used to those. Sure. You nerd sure. boxes and that. She gets of course. That Love is, those. Specifically sends her little tiny food items. So there's some chicken nuggets. <laughs> here's a little shake, you know. Oh, uh, that's
4: great. A little cherry yeah. on
2: there. There's a burger. And you and Brian, here's how they do rarity. This actually shuts and opens. But this little yeah. burger in here, it's all rendered out. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. It, it's this a good one, looking
4: burger, by the way.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. I would eat that especially that fun. Like Got my nice yeah. split down the middle. Mm. Uh you smell them and if you and if you get the one some of them smell like an actual burger, like a fast food burger. Oh, really? And okay. that, and those are the rare ones. You want to keep those. So she has all the ones yeah. that smell like what they are. I just have these leftovers. But anyway, That's little great. tiny things. I want things either super tiny like this or I want yeah. giant pencils, giant telephones, giant, you know, super huge. Yeah. yeah. That's the world I want to live in.
4: That's Does it come in a little tiny loot box?
2: Yeah, or it's a ball, I guess. Oh, a ball. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And they come oh, in the mail. Yeah. <clears throat> she cracks it like an egg, and then inside, it's all this stuff. She has little sushi trays and little, all this stuff. <laughs> her and her <laughs> sister do it, and they both are weird about it. They love that stuff. Anyway, uh, let's do this quick news story here. This is a story. Uh, uh, Florida man. We got a Florida man deal. Florida man. Yeah. And uh, he attacked, or was attacked, by a rabid otter while feeding ducks. Let this be a, a lesson and a warning wow. to everyone listening. Yeah. Don't be doing this. Rabbit otter attacked a man last week in Florida, according to health officials. The Florida Department of Health said the attack happened Wednesday in Jupiter, Florida. This is Palm Beach County. Did you ever go to Jupiter okay. for, a, for? I a, have been
4: to Jupiter, not for a newspaper, but <clears throat> I went to the Palm Beach Post and um, and I met up with our trainer. One of our trainers was from Jupiter.
2: Oh, nice. Is it yeah. cool? <laughs> What's the Jup- town of Jupiter like?
4: No, yeah, it's like a seaside town, a little small, little oh. small town. I like Palm Beach was much nicer.
2: Oh, I bet. Yeah, I like
4: little. It's a little like it's a, everything's kind of got salt residue. Yeah. What I remember is like all the buildings and stuff had like salt residue on the corners and stuff. Yeah.
2: Full of t shirts you're never going to buy stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see. According to uh, the local television station there, the 74 year old animal care and control, oh wait, told animal, sorry, this is the guy's 74, told animal care and control that he was feeding corn <laughs> to the ducks at the nearby pond. By the way, you were rec- it's recommended you give them corn instead of uh, bread and stuff. You kill them if you give them oh, bread. Sure. The man began slowly to back up uh, while facing the otter when the animal attacked him for several minutes. The man suffered dozens of wounds in his legs and arms. Uh, oh, he had to visit a hand surgeon to see if he has any permanent damage to his hand. Uh, he also got rabies shots. The otter also attacked a pet dog in the area. The otter was captured and tested positive for rabies. So it was a rabies deal. Don't try to fight an otter with rabies. God no. Okay, no. that's all I'm asking you guys at home. But it does feel like you know
4: one punch and that otter's done.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you do kind of. You hate to be that guy that says, you know, who was it? Marky Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg, when the when the plane went down in Pennsylvania on nine eleven, and he goes, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if I was on that plane, things would have gone different
4: yeah so right, I always right.
2: hate when people do that, but there's yes, some' I don't cases. See, I
4: feel like I could fend off an honor but maybe not Maybe I, I I mean, same the, maybe. hard
2: same. this is one where I would claim superiority. I would think I could do better in the situation <laughs> also he's the guy's 74 you know you get a younger dude in there Oh,
4: that's true. yeah, that's a good point a 74 year old is there's that evens up the uh, <laughs> evens up the scales a little bit.
2: i'm I'm with you though I think we could take that honor. Why not? Yeah. That's yeah. going to do it for today's news. Hey, Brian, let's play a song and yes. then get Tom Merritt and recommendals in here and all that stuff My after gosh, the break. so
4: much stuff to get to. Yeah. Uh, this one's uh, by a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist producer named Femke. F-E-M-K-E. Uh, she has a brand new de- uh, EP. This is her debut EP called Safe in the Suburbs. A um, little bit of a, little bit of a Taylor Swift uh, vibe. I've been listening to a lot of um, Olivia Rodrigo. Her brand new album is is really really good. So this one kind of reminds me a little bit of that too. But uh, you let me know. Maybe it's just the fact that I've been listening to so much of it. This is the uh, the first single from the EP. It's called Dead End Street. Here is Femke.
6: I can see where you think this road is taking us. If I ask you to stay, I say it just because My heart ain't stolen I'm just a little caught up in the moment Don't go trying to change me, you'll just waste your love i put the red flags out right by the flowers In case you haven't figured it out Take it as a one Have to turn back round. All the things that we can do, I'm gonna leave it out to you. But if you don't wanna end up stuck at the edge of the damn street, don't come to me. Ready to pop the
3: question and take advantage of 30% off?
2: This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to ScentAir.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scent Air app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scent Air's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdus certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, ScentAir is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order.
4: Well, ladies and gentlemen, how do you do? Here am I, enjoying myself down at Malvern, and there are you. Enjoying yourself by allowing a photograph to talk to you. And you're working
6: hard to put food on your family.
2: <laughs> I will admit I miss the earnest goof-ups of George oh, W. Bush. Oh my gosh, I know. Because he was like so earnest quaint, about it, right? right? So
4: like, cool, Such a quaint, fun period of time now that we look back compared to...
2: Lots of other things. <laughs> Lots of other things, but it's Hey, so, that was yeah. uh,
4: that Part, was Femke and the song uh, "Dead End Street" from her brand new EP called "Safe in the Suburbs." That's
2: a great name, Femke. I like it. Femke, Fem- not like-
4: Femke like Jensen, but uh, no, no. Well, that would
2: be probably Femka. Maybe oh, yeah, maybe Fem- her name
4: is pronounced Femka. It's
2: a Femka, yeah, Femka, right?
4: Yeah, Femka Jensen is pronounced Femka, not Femke. I am for That's you, spelled with an E at the end.
2: She always says, "I am for you, oric of old, or whatever." To john luke picard and then he says "Ooh, i'm attracted to you and then oh I just, I just her, her tng episode was something man
4: it was something but for me she'll always be xenia on a top even uh, more yeah. so than jean gray she'll always be xenia on a top
2: yep one of the great bond modern bond lady yes yeah. yeah i agree with you there all right we're going to bring in the crowd the crew uh, we'll start with this Randy we're name. Starting
4: with Thomas. No, i am starting with Thomas. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking?
2: Uh, Scott, get your I
4: know, go. boy. Guy disappears for a couple of weeks to go to South Korea, and all of a sudden. We- yeah,
2: I know. I just like ride him off. Jay's Lawazus. All right. We're bringing him in now. We're going to get some tech news under our belt, which I'm very excited about. Here we go. Let's get this going.
4: Kind of in a tough spot here, Tom. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, too. Tom, let's talk about (laughs) tough spots and tech news. It's Tom Merritt, everybody, our Wednesday tech enthusiast slash podcaster, content creator, and expert. Tom, welcome. How are you? Well, you're muted is what you are.
4: Oh, no. (laughs) Boy, he disappears for a couple weeks, and all of a sudden, we can't hear him anymore.
2: Muty McMuter pants. Zero.
4: Are you swearing? Is that the deal you're...
2: you're cussing up a storm cussing us out saying you <clears> jerks <throat> you losers he's figured it
4: out he figured out yeah. he forgot it. he doesn't have a microphone
2: oh <laughs> well you know you don't but have to, you have to be... prop the one sitting in
4: front of you yeah we hear you now you yeah. Hear. yeah we hear
2: you i uh
1: i was just protesting that scott almost forgot about oh, me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no i uh i i started doing a nifty new thing with uh um Discord mm. and forgot that I left the nifty new thing on. So, oh, yeah, no.
2: well, I I'm, gotcha. I'm now I'm all curious about your nifty new thing. Well, Man.
1: so uh, I've had some line noise when we stream Daily Tech News Show into Discord, mm. uh, and I figured out how to get, get around it by using Loopback. Mm. Um, but to use Loopback in the way that I'm using it, I'm not saying it's the only way you can do this, but yeah, the way sure. I'm doing it is to use Loopback's pass-through, which means I actually have to run Audio Hijack. For the audio to oh, get really? to Discord, oh, yeah,
2: gotcha. Oh, funny. okay, yeah. There, um, it's amazing to me the spider webs of configurations you can actually do with loopback and. Oh, I love uh, it. Yeah, it's actually really great because I. What ends up happening is you end up having a problem that is unique and weird and strange. Like you not mm-hmm. you having just line noise going to Discord is a weird thing. So, I love this software because at first it seems kind of. We like it. They, they are non-traditional in how they do things almost yeah. across the board, but it's what I love about them because I can always figure out some wackadoo way of making it work. And it's great. Yeah.
1: And and there's always someone like, well, but you could do it this way. I'm like, that works for you, but I have these six considerations that you don't have, and so I have to do it. But you can always do it. It's just it doesn't seem like anybody does it the same way who uses it. So
2: all all praise to rogue amoeba, letting us do it our way. How about that? I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Go rogue amoeba.
2: Go rogue amoeba. (laughs) Don't get in my brain. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Tom, what is going on in? this week in tech no let's not say well, it that I... way <laughs>
1: <laughs> here's some information you love from me um the uh, uh I, i'm gonna combine a little cord killers and daily tech news show crossover story here of course sure. you may have heard there was a writer's strike did you guys hear oh, i had this? heard about yeah. that, that yeah. little that little
4: blip isn't it over yeah. now I <laughs> yeah
1: no it, it is they they just ended it today Uh, And we finally got the details of what's in the contract between the writers and the studios. Uh, I have been saying, I just want to say this up front, I have been saying on Cord Killers consistently, I think the AI part of this contract is a red herring. And I feel like the things they agreed about AI bear me out. This uh, using AI in the the Writers Guild strike was a way to drum up a lot of public interest, uh, get your your rank and file members all fired up, uh, and it worked. It's great. But if you look at what they agreed, this is all incredibly reasonable, and it's not fear mongering about AI going to take our jobs. Mm. Uh, let me let me run through what the AI guidelines are. Uh, according to what I've read here on Variety and Wall Street Journal and stuff, right? Uh, t- and tell me if if you think this is this is crazy or unexpected. All right. Okay. If AI tools are used to create material in in a script, the AI can't get credit. A WGA writer has to get credit.
2: Wow, that is reasonable. And and sure. not at all uh, hyperbolic, like I would have thought they were going. The, the way <laughs> also, we were talking. Also, I about don't it. think
1: any studio was planning. I, as much as not the rhetoric I don't, a- I don't. Yeah, we will replace all the writers with AIs and take all their credits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. A studio cannot require a writer to use an AI tool. You can't say, "Well, we'll hire you to write the script, but you have to use ChatGPT." Mm, okay. Can't do that. Mm,
2: okay. That's again. I mean,
1: that's. Yeah,
2: but it seems reasonable yeah. to me. Doesn't yeah. it? it? Does to me.
1: It totally. I does, mean that yeah. one I could I could see an argument where where maybe AI gets so good that a studios like, man, best practices are to use these tools cuz they make the scripts better. Um but the writers get to decide that. They, right. They, they, they the studios yeah. agreed to say you decide whether you're going to use these tools. Plus, they have three years uh, to
2: do a new one if they get if something goes south, they can change it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Now yeah. the companies can still use AI uh, and must disclose if any materials they give to a writer were generated by AI. So let's say one writer has used uh, ChatGPT to help generate part of a script, uh, and and as often happens, they they take what that writer does and they hand it to another writer. Right. Right. And they say, well, mm-hmm. you're you're writing the script. they have to disclose well, part of this was done
2: by Do, do they have D. to do it if they just used it for let's say uh, grammatical like traditional editor stuff where they didn't change the? That's content. a good question.
1: I, yeah, I, I I don't know the text of the agreement well enough to say, but I'm guessing yeah, uh, mm-hmm. even if they did that, they just have to disclose that. We, we did a grammar pass using mm-hmm. Bard.
2: Yeah. A gra- <laughs> Imagine hearing that 10 years ago and, and trying to <laughs> yeah. s- tell me what the hell you're talking about. I love it. A like right. grammar pass with uh, Bard. <laughs> now, All right, now
1: anyway. here's the one that I feel is the weirdest uh, of the ones I saw. Companies may use writer materials to train models. This was a big bugaboo. Like, you can't use all of our work to train a model that you're then going to replace us with. Well, the agreement says you can't get replaced by it, so that that concern is out. But the companies may still train their own models uh, that they, they may then offer to the writers to use on writer's material, but, and this is a big but, the WGA butt. reserves the right to assert that such training either violates the agreement or the law. Oh, wow. Now, I need to dig into the actual wording of this in the agreement at some point, but what it sounds like to me is that the studios are allowed to make their own models, they're allowed to use their scripts to train the models, but the WGA can step in at any point and say, we don't like how you're doing that. Mm-hmm. So the studios need to need to be considerate in how they do it. They need to get writer's permission, etc. But they didn't write that into the agreement, it doesn't sound like. Mm. They just said, you can train it, but if we don't like how you're doing it, we can stop you.
2: Yeah. Seems like best practice on the studio side would be if you're going to train it, be transparent about it, be open about it. Yeah.
1: Write um, it into the contract. Like you agree that we're going to use your stuff to train. And then, and if we do, you're going to get X, Y, and Z out Mm -hmm. of it, et cetera.
2: You're right. That's so far. That was the biggest, but of this, agreement yeah. that I've that I've yeah. seen you know what I like big butts and I cannot
1: usually lie. I do I'm not sure if I like this one or <laughs> yeah
5: not. yeah uh,
2: well, well I cannot lie is there is there anything in there that that's any um is any like from what I've heard from writers who've talk, I've talked to since this was you know looked like it was going to get ratified they were all saying this looks great this is what we wanted we're very happy is that does that seem to be the consensus yeah, or yeah, anything in here that's like the, a
1: red herring or I, a weird? I'm, I'm doing you a disservice by focusing on the AI part of this because this, to me, is the least impactful part of this. This is like, well, we made a big deal out of it, so we got to write some reasonable rules down. Uh, the bigger parts of this are guarantees on how many writers have to be employed in the room for how long and what kinds of shows. Uh, and, and the biggest deal that I can tell is that you the streamers are agreeing to pay royalties based on the performance of the shows uh that's new right the, the royalties were, were previously based on nielsen ratings and things like that so there really wasn't a metric for this in streaming land so they are they are now going to pay some bonuses uh based on performance based on how well shows do and they're going to sh- share that data with writers they can't just tell them like, "Hey, it did great. Here's your check." They have to give them reports. <laughs> like regular yeah. reports of like, "Okay, you're working on this show. Here's how it's been doing. Here's the numbers."
2: All right. Well, this is good. Is this, so it so I don't know what the numbers are like from 06 or any other, you know, the early 80s or late 80s when they had another strike. Did this go longer than those? Is this considered a short one? Is this going to I think to, this is
1: the second longest one. It okay. wasn't longer than the the one in the 80s.
2: Okay. The yeah, the 80s one was a beast is my memory yeah, yeah. and it took forever to get through it and it became a nightmare with like everything was just in permanent repeats it was just mm-hmm. you know we didn't have <laughs> a streaming services b a lot of cable yet yeah like it was just hey you want to see some more something from the 60s that we're just going to air over and over because we got nothing else like that's kind of how they had to handle it then but it just seems like today this will be a quick recovery i could be wrong but it feels like we've already got a glut no, of stuff I, out I, now that, i think
1: you're right yeah um Oops, no. It it doesn't it doesn't feel as uh, I felt when they put this strike in place in in the end of a season in May that, huh, I'm going to guess that they resolved this at the beginning of the season in fall, because that's when everybody feels the pinch. Right. Not, Not that they didn't feel the pinch over the summer, but you feel it less in the summer than you do in the rest of, of the traditional season and I know we don't really hew to the like all the shows come out in the fall like we used to but there's the reason that happened was the pattern of viewing of, of people was different and the pattern of viewing is still the same yeah. we still watch fewer things in the summer because we go places and go out more and then when kids come back to school at least here in the US we, we 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 tend to watch more TV because we're home more and the weather starts to cool down and all of that so sure. um I, I always knew like, man, they're really going to start feeling the pinch in the fall and they're going to want to resolve this. Uh, and also, I I, I think they, they may have planned better for it. I mean, Netflix certainly was able to fill its schedule with international stuff. A lot of stuff got shot uh, overseas because, you know, overseas actors and writers were not part of this. And And don't forget, though, we're not out of the woods. The actors are still on strike. So you can't just send everything back to work you can you can send the talk shows back to work you can send the the reality shows like right, dancing with the stars which was a little controversial because they had one writer whether that was okay or not you can do all of that uh but you still don't have actors yet so mm-hmm. you, you know, we're not out of the woods yet
2: well <clears throat> what's her name from et i can't think of her name uh, who uh drew has the time? If, if, drew, if drew barrymore could have waited <laughs> one more week
4: yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just you'll, one week to have that
2: whole kerfuffle. Yeah. All of those guys, like Bill Maher, everybody who said really yeah. stupid stuff, uh, or depending on your point
1: of view, just one week, and you mm-hmm. would have been, mm-hmm. you would have been good. You would yeah. golden. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I have a feeling that that the SAG after uh, the actor strike will probably get resolved shortly. Uh, I, I, they are there. Di- there are different issues there, but but it feels like you've got momentum towards agreement now. Uh, but SAG-AFTRA also authorized a strike vote against video game mm. studios. Yeah. So it may be that SAG-AFTRA's like, let's wrap up the, the actor strike against the, wow. the TV and movie studios and focus uh, on putting pressure on the video game studios. Yeah. So we may be going out of um, what I might call a frying pan into another frying pan. It might be. A slightly larger
2: frying pan. People forget yeah. that the gaming business... is <laughs> a
1: bigger frying pan. They make really. a lot
2: more money than Hollywood. So there's a chance that could be even hairier. Although I actually think that'll get resolved pretty quick. People are... I think there's a lot more wiggle room there. Anyway, we'll see how this all plays out. I'm always fascinated by it, especially the AI aspect of it. And it sounds like that stuff is, for now, given the current climate, good news for writers. So congratulations, yeah. writers. Get back to it. <laughs> get season three of all the cool shit i want done uh, it's all that's about right. me here all right it's what i want
1: <laughs> right that exactly. was in the contract yeah. As, and yeah as long as scott is happy yeah it was the very last
2: johnson one. clause yeah. they called it uh look for it <laughs> sure uh well that's great great news tom it's always uh good having you here anything else going on uh, at the show or anywhere else you'd like to mention today
1: yeah man uh I'm having the most fun I've ever had on Know A Little More with the season we're doing now. If you, I know a bunch of you have already checked it out, but if you haven't yet, uh, we are exploring the effects of a 1968 demo. Uh, that if you don't know about it will blow your mind if you wow. do know about it I still think I uncovered a few things that that might blow your mind uh it, it, it the short version is Douglas Engelbart who is generally credited with inventing the mouse put on a demo uh, where he showed collaborative editing word processors uh video conferencing the mouse uh, in 1968 before any of that stuff was was even, conceived of as possible. people people were still sharing terminals and and were working command line and couldn't backspace and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So uh, it, it was a it was a seminal event in computing history. And it did not lead immediately to everybody getting desktop computers. So we we explore this season, what it was, what its effects were, how the mouse was developed, how the word processor was developed, uh, uh, some great stories and, and great work being done. By the Dog and Pony Show audio team, Justin Robert Young, Amos, Will Saldelberg, all those folks. So uh, go check it out, littlemore.com And you can support it on Patreon if you want to get it without ads, patreon.com slash knowalittlemore. That sounds great.
2: Go check that out, everybody. And also check us out today on the Daily Tech News Show. I'll be there. It's Wednesday. I love being on. Can't wait to see you guys. And we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Tom. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it feels good, man. We don't have to worry about too much bad reality shows now.
4: Not too many. I, you know, they just extended uh, the two that I really like, um, Survivor and Amazing Race, to 90 Minutes, which I'm fine with. Those those two, I feel like, <clears throat> do a little bit of the, you know, the ooh, uh, editing, the shock editing, <laughs> yeah. but not nearly. I mean, it's reality competition versus reality shows like Your Real Housewives Garbage and just about anything on...
2: TLC and Bravo and that sort of thing. Yeah, to completely agree. I don't okay. mind the con- especially if it's a competition I care about and I I like that pottery one yeah. that Bill told us about. I like
4: yeah uh, the great Throwdown yeah. British Bake Off. Yeah,
2: you know, all that stuff's great. More of that, less of the other. Thank you so much. Exactly. Everyone. And
4: bring us back, John Oliver, please. Come back to TV.
2: Yeah, get them off their dumb podcast. Pitch that
4: podcasting thing. And-
2: yeah. <laughs> Get, get Jimmy Fallon up in front of a camera feeling bad again about how...
4: About <laughs> his toxic uh, workplace. Yeah, exactly.
2: apparently that's a real bummer over there. Yeah. Um, it's always the most happy-go-lucky guys I should worry about. I always feel like that's who you hear about. It's like, oh, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, what a happy not always, Scott. I consider myself to be happy-go-lucky. And, yeah, uh, but you're realistic. Like, well, I This is what I respected about Letterman. Letterman had his problems, but he never pretended otherwise he's kind of a cranky bastard on air right yeah right. It, and i don't know that anyone ever called the the workplace toxic but you know he was known for being a little bit temperamental and all that stuff it seemed right for dave but for jimmy fallon you're given the impression that he is just we smiles all day and he's yeah. he never yeah. anything wrong same with ellen degeneres and her whole mess like these yeah. these people that are grinning the most now they freak me out yeah um, yeah all right. Let's add Randy to the call. Let's add Nicole to the call. Yeah. Let's have them in. Yeah. They're like vampires. You have to invite them in.
4: Right. Right. Otherwise, they can't. They can't uh, just join.
2: Yeah. No. It's you know I respect vampire lore and I'm um, doing it today. So anyway, here it is. Well, what
3: do you recommend?
2: I'll tell you what we recommend. A little segment on Wednesdays we call Recommendals, where we talk about streaming stuff and uh, whether it be movies or TV or whatever, and we recommend it to you at home. Today's no different. Uh, welcome back to the show, Nicole Spag. Hi, Nicole.
7: Hi. How
2: are that you? Okay. Yeah, you sound good. You do. You're a little quiet, but uh,
3: I got good. a. So oh. my earbuds don't work because I got a new phone. Yeah. Um, and I my change that you know the plug that yeah. you charge the phone with is different now,
4: so what? I have to get it. Did they change <laughs> a power plug on a recent phone? And, yes. Well, I they had did.
3: A, I had an iPhone 12.
4: Yeah just kidding nicole <laughs> we, know oh, okay. about the, yeah. we know about the switch the USB. yeah
2: the USB C switch is a big what but it's also if you were using wired headphones uh does kind yeah, of suck because yeah. you're like oh yeah. okay well now i gotta go buy new ones of those or i gotta go wireless and you're consistent movers. you know i was like yeah. okay
3: i can this is i sound okay uh i so i don't even know how i'm talking to you right now i think i'm talking to you sounds fine you but actually might... sound fine
2: yeah. yeah you sound good okay yeah. No, no problem it's at all. True. That 15th
3: minute. I go, Oh God, my, my earbuds won't work.
2: <laughs> my, uh, my experience with my daughter's new 15 is that uh, I don't have it yet. Our speaker voice com- communication is about a t- yeah. billion times better. And I don't know why, what changed oh, in the 15, wow. That's but it's good. just better like FaceTime, all that stuff. Can't nice. explain it. Uh, I can't explain Randy's, uh, appearance here though, because he's also with us and he always is. Hi, Randy. Welcome back.
5: Good morning, morning stream. I am back. The, uh, the strike is mostly over, and I'm really gonna miss Adam Conover. I realize that is a guy that I can access pretty much any day of, of the future, right? But I'm just gonna miss him. I'm like Adam Conover about once a week, giving us all of his all of his thoughts him. and his stream <laughs> I of consciousness. Just,
2: I've missed all this. Who's what's his deal? Who what did he do?
5: Adam yeah. ruins everything. Oh, oh that
2: guy. Gotcha. Okay. So, so what did he yeah. do? Did he do something was special he during the strike? Doing a regular about, thing on the strike. Yeah, about, about was, once
5: yeah. a week, he would have like. A press conference although there was really more of just like a speaker's corner thing going on mm-hmm. and man he just like he had this ability to explain the current situation you know like here's what's going on Oof, just so entertaining so entertaining cool. well
3: and he, he and was like one of those. the the um leaders whatever the reps for yeah. the writers guild so yeah, he's he a board, was
4: apparently a board member since 2021 of the wga oh yep. so he's a big booster of
5: the uh, i'm not saying i wanted that strike to go on like these people i feel <laughs> so sorry for them like they're all uh, like on at the risk of losing their apartments and stuff they're standing outside but uh there were just parts of it that were so entertaining and uplifting
7: that's
2: cool
5: anyway man.
7: That's that. There you go.
2: Uh, Well, I guess, you know, go watch the archives of it and pretend the strike's still on, I guess. There you (laughs) you go. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Uh, We're going to do some recommendals today. We're going to start with Brian, and uh, I see a clip. I'll push it when you tell me to. What do you got here?
4: Yeah, so um, this one... uh I was wondering when which of the four of us would get to this one first. Uh, apparently, I did, and um, I enjoyed it tremendously, especially the soundtrack. So if you did hear me talk about this on FilmSec, then it's going to be a little bit of a, a spoil, spoiled uh, spoiler alert. Spoil, spoiled alert. Spoiled alert, is. sure. It's oh, a spoiled it. alert. Um, yeah, let's get to the
2: clip. All right, here we go.
6: Mom, it's okay. He's just a friend. Sigh! Silence! I could smell you from over there. Oh, you stink. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're smelling love on me? Bruce. If your father find out, fire and water cannot be together. I prove it. Come with me. I splash this on your heart to bring love to the surface. And then you must light these with your fire, and I read the smoke. Cinder, go down. My dad, you have to go. Wait, are we a match? What's going on? I- <laughs>
2: Sounds like uh, a good time in some sort of animated town somewhere. It is
4: a good time in an animated town. It's uh, elemental, uh, or forces of nature in some countries. Uh, this is the newest uh, deal from Pixar, and it is, uh, it's is—it's fantastic. It is so sweet and creates this incredible world that, that uh, man, I want to live in. I want to visit this world because it's so um, colorful and bright and everything makes noise when you walk on it and bump into it and stuff like that. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's great. And it's kind of like a, a little, um, uh, a play on, uh, you you've got kind of a little bit of a romeo and juliet thing you've got a little bit of kind of an immigration thing in a big city and how different parts of the of the culture don't like other parts of the culture and treat them differently and that sort of thing um but basically it's a it's a world in which you've got people made of all four different elements fire water earth and wind and how they coexist and play off of each other in this um uh, in this interesting uh, world um you heard let's see. I I know you heard Leah Lewis there and, uh, uh, Omni, I think, um, who you didn't hear who I always enjoy watching is a guy named Mamadou Athi or Athi. Um, I recommend, recommended him a while back for a really bizarre horror movie or horror series called archive 81 on Netflix. I guess a long time ago last year, but it's this, um, this weird apartment building with a, uh, um, a portal to who knows where uh if you have not seen archive eighty one it's it is worth um checking out, but he he plays the 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 wa- the dude made of water Lee Lewis plays the uh, woman made out made out of fire bernie or I'm sorry um
2: cinder no ember ember oh, those are all good names for fire people. I like well,
4: they' all they're all names of fire people. Her parents are Bernie and cinder, and <laughs> she's named uh, <laughs> her name's ember yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, you figure out like you watch this thing, and it's like you see you hear a hundred different puns for great, uh, uh, great elemental names for for your children. It's really really good. Yeah. But here's the thing that that blew me away about this movie was the soundtrack. It's a Thomas Newman soundtrack, and there's a you've got your your quote unquote your single your vocal single in there by a guy named Love uh, called um, "Steal the Show," I think it is. Uh, but the rest of the soundtrack is just this gorgeous, like <clears throat> Avatar—you know, wondrous, unusual instruments doing this kind of flowing. Not as boring as New Age, but kind of those that same, those same kinds of instruments. Um, this amazing, amazing soundtrack, and it's really—it's so uh, just beautiful. What I,
3: was the the online hate for this movie? Because I agree, was I there online it. hate?
4: I don't, there, was there There
3: was a lot of yeah i mean it's an immigrant story and i i i want to say when it came out there was a lot of like negative buzz about
4: interesting about like it. They're, and it, and like it they're... didn't
3: do well it did not do well in the theaters well they
2: no, marketed it, really it did like didn't. poop they're i don't know what happened with the marketing but it felt like they barely marketed it to me yeah um i only knew about it because i saw one flash of something somewhere i don't even remember where it was and i went oh there's a new pixar mm. movie I, I need to remember that and then nothing no other like internet campaigns or any of this stuff. And I don't know why that is, although it feels like the last few Pixar movies have been a little bit under-marketed.
4: A little lackluster. And it's probably, it was released the same uh, weekend as The Flash and The Blackening, but I think it is a matter of people saying, oh, you know, this will be on Disney Plus in about three months. I can wait. There is some you of know, that. that, yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah. Um, I want to see it.
4: Yeah, 489 million worldwide, which... Um, uh isn't bad but no, it's, that's
5: that's profitable not at all. that made yeah. money uh I, let's see i just read some one-star reviews and i just don't even want to talk about it really oh i'm show. curious now
2: i mean it's got <laughs> it's, rotten tomatoes 74 from critics 93 from audience that's oh, pretty strong yeah. it seems all right pretty darn yeah. strong
4: and you've got yeah. uh, wendy mcclendon covey in there she's there's you can't name anything that she's done that's not good uh catherine o'hara She's great, also. Oh my God, does um,
5: she does she sound a little bit like Moira? I she sounds a hierarchy. lot
4: like she sounds a lot like Moira. She's a mom. She's the the water mom. <laughs> great. The water mom. She should lean I into really it. Really it's proud. not a
5: problem. It's I good. I really believe they could make a Shits Creek movie and make a lot of money. I really believe that. Oh yeah. I don't know how.
7: Yeah.
4: Well, let's see how the uh, let's see how the Community movie does, and then we'll look, <laughs> we'll look at Shits Creek. <laughs>
5: Looks like one of the chief
2: complaints from critics is that it's a lot like Inside Out meets Zootopia. Um, but sure. but well, it doesn't. I'm just
5: saying the complaints from viewers is just this. Oh, Disney so woke. I oh, hate. Oh, who this. gives a like, shit about uh, those
2: buttholes? They can go suck on a hot rock. F those guys, Jeez. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I, 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 guess I could see it if people feel like it's derivative of those two movies mushed together, uh, you know, conceptually, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, it's, a,
4: it's a world where everything is this other thing that, that is usually just a small part of our world here and it's a whole world made of that thing. Yeah. So sure. It's going to, it's going to be derivative of, uh, Zootopia and inside out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 a really sweet story. The um the story itself, you know, obviously just it's it's pretty tropey as far as like the boy meets girl, they come from different worlds kind of thing, but the um it's all the creative things that they do in this world that you'd have to figure out when you've got fire elements and water elements and and you know, wind and earth that uh that have a weird reaction to one another in, <laughs> in nature. And so you've got to have, have this, uh, this world that kind of supports it. And it's um, uh, it's very cleverly done. And anyone who watches this, if you don't just fall in love with the soundtrack, I, I
2: we can't be friends. I know. Uh, I need to hurry and see it so I can then... St- Go crazy. I've been tempted since you said that because it sounds like my jam to listen to that soundtrack independently. You
4: really could. It's not going to spoil anything if you listen to the soundtrack.
2: I was just, do you ever have that thing though where you're like, if you saw the movie and fell in love with it and the soundtrack impact... like the Dune soundtrack really got under my skin? I loved it. Yeah. And I always wonder if I'd feel the same if I had only heard Mm, the soundtrack and never seen the movie. Sure. So I'm not saying that's just true here. This made, you know, there's plenty of soundtracks that, that, overwhelm the source material and are awesome on their own. But I always just get this feeling of like, well, I should see it and then I'll binge the music and I don't know why. There you that. go. No, it's probably
4: better because yeah, having the, the memory of the movie and those, those visual elements, no pun intended to go along with the music. Um Yeah yeah definitely well, i don't want to it see it sense.
2: van's been uh he's been watching it non-stop and every time i see him he's like pops you want to see elemental and i'm like oh good I'm like Excellent. yes i do i don't know when we never have time for anything around here but we'll we'll try to get it in that sounds great interesting
4: and i just uh found out that this is one of the most expensive
2: animated films ever made with a budget of uh $200 million. Oh my so wow. wow wow yeah some techniques used that uh, cost a lot or something weird
4: i guess so oh, yeah i mean the the Just the fire effects, like figuring out how to make something look like it's on fire. The noses on all the fire people look like they move just perfectly like little flames as they're talking. And it's, uh, it's incredible. Well, I'm glad to hear they
2: doubled their, uh. That's a, what is that? That's a lot of, that's good profit. They did all right.
4: More than doubled their, uh, right. Exactly. Their budget.
2: If I've learned anything about Disney in the last 146 days, that's what they care about most. So that's (laughs) maybe the only thing might be the only thing they care about.
1: Um, um, about.
2: Excellent. Let's move on to, uh, Randy, let's do you next. What's your, uh, your clip about here?
5: I just, uh, wanted to watch a good movie. And I'm really, really fascinated by good movies lately. Like, what what is something you know that's 20 or 30 or 40 years old and is highly regarded? Right. Sometimes that changes over time. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I just found myself going down into this really good movie that you're going to recognize as soon as you start playing the clip. It's the very beginning of the movie, uh, like the first things that you hear when you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, it was spectacular. I just really, really enjoyed revisiting this one.
1: Here is your clip. Day one thousand of the Siege of Seattle.
7: The Muslim community demands an end to the army's occupation of
1: mosques. The Homeland Security bill is ratified. After eight years, British borders will remain closed. The deportation of illegal immigrants will continue. Good morning, our lead story.
7: The world was stunned today by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest
1: person on the planet. Baby Diego was stabbed outside a bar in Buenos Aires after refusing to sign an autograph.
4: Witnesses at the scene say that
6: Diego spat in the face of a fan who asked for an autograph. He was killed
1: in the ensuing brawl. The fan was later beaten to death by the angry crowd.
2: It's such an unforgettable intro sequence. to that. I movie.
5: know. And it's just everybody's standing around in a shop looking at a TV mm-hmm. and uh, our main character walks in and tries to buy something and then walks out. And then unbelievably, <laughs> everything, the whole tone changes. Yeah. Radically. And it's all one shot, right? I, if I remember right. So many shots yeah. in Children of Men are this single long take so many shots yeah it's a Um, it's an all-time
2: great movie so good I
5: hadn't even thought of that I like when I was re-watching it just yesterday I was just like oh this is uh this is like a great movie Alfonso Cuaron is like really you know like really fine uh you know filmmaker uh but I just hadn't even I wasn't thinking it all through you know Mm -hmm. and like watching it I was just (laughs) overwhelmed at how uh, the 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 techniques used and 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 the you know the cinematography the 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 sound effects everything it's just an insanely good movie yeah. you don't
3: really answer the question though why what's happening
5: right and I of and course i, went, like that. I, I started <laughs> watching I started watching all of the children of men behind the scenes and making of stuff on YouTube and they uh they actually the people asked Kuro Ron that many times why 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 don't you uh, answer any questions and he's like well because i think that makes the film better mm-hmm. and uh like he really uh so the book is different this this is a movie based on a book that you should read it's a great book but uh for some reason the people making this film ha- didn't want to go directly from the book and they felt like uh it's a uh, visual storytelling is different and uh yeah. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. just like did the book, they did the
3: book say why
5: yes <laughs> i did it okay
3: i'll yes.
5: read the book, the, read <laughs> the the book <laughs> find out you why you should you should but i just want you to know the book is very religious and uh-huh. and so the move they, they didn't want that they didn't want to make it a sort of like a deconstruction of christianity mm-hmm. and and so the, the and they succeeded in my opinion and it's just like uh, yeah. One of these, one of these movies that has gotten better over, over time somehow. Yeah. Like that's, the, that's the main, my main takeaway. Like uh, just like, what well, there's a scene where it goes on for like six minutes straight. It's one take. That's an action sequence. And I was just blown away by where the camera went and, and what the actors were all doing. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're talking about, uh, Julianne Moore. Um, the, the heavy in this movie is Chivetal Ijifor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, like plays such a great bad guy.
2: Yeah, you know? he's he's great. Did uh, you, you mention? I guess Michael Caine. I forgot he was in this, but he's in that. Plays Jasper. I do
3: think of the scene um, when they're trying to get on the ship when they go through all those stops. I think of that scene quite a quite a lot more than I realize Yeah. because it's a very like hard scene. Like it's a continuous shot of like going through this thing and. It sticks
2: with you. We can give, so, we can yeah. give a quick synopsis here because it's not a spoiler, but in 2027, not that far from now, Gosh, just, no, just a few years of the future. Yeah. This movie came out in 06. So this is where their heads are at. Anyway, 27 uh, in 2077 or 20, sorry, I've been playing cyberpunk. 2027 is a chaotic world in which women have somehow become infertile. This is the question that Nicole is annoyed. They never answer a former activist agrees to help and transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. Um, that's really a very basic description of what this movie is, yeah. but it's Super a, basic. it's an amazing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> premise because that premise is like uh, some amazing drama and sort of what if questions come out of it. It's great. It reminds me of why the last man without, without the humor. And mm-hmm. I mean the comic, right. the show.
5: And um, this, and this movie uh, has these two moments of, I don't want to call them comic relief, but just like not intense uh, action. And they're, they're like really memorable moments that i'm glad i i re because i like i say i saw this back when it came out i wasn't I, you know i wasn't really retaining a lot and it's just a, it's like it's a towering like criterion collection level film um the the story like it's so straightforward and basic but there's all of these layers to it and people like michael kane are are where they are Um, He plays, you know, a friend of Clive Owens, an older guy, and he just like lives out in the woods with his wife, who's uh, catatonic. And the performance is beautiful. You just want to listen to Michael Caine forever. Yeah, he's great.
3: And things happen to characters you don't expect to happen.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: Like, you know.
2: No, this thing goes places. God, it's
4: it, been forever since I've seen it. I Game think I do need to give a new a
5: new watch. Where'd you say, Randy, on, on Max or where? It is on Amazon Prime right Prime. now. <laughs> so I was just like, right now, I don't know where right it's going to Yeah, TV. exactly. Ask um, me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, uh, really good transfer. Like I say, incredible sound. I was just uh, like everything says 10 out of 10. I'm surprised this isn't in like the IMDb top 50 of well, all Well, it's in
2: the top. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 92 on it's it's a little lower on uh, Children of Men because my guess is because idiots can vote there. It's a lot of it's based on their its themes and people thinking that stuff is everyone thinks everything's woke now. Freaking F off. It's 2006. It's a long time ago. But I think that happens a lot on IMDb and it bums me out. But um, I couldn't agree with you more. Just one of my, I don't know, top 10 movies. So good. It's
5: a movie wow. you really have to pay attention to. Um, there's tons and tons and tons of symbolism, and the symbolism is always what you see, and not necessarily what the characters say. Okay. So I could see like this is not a, like a you know Brian Dunaway's m- movies where you just put it on and then you do housework. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you really got to pay yeah. attention, and that can be um, that can be uh, something that that makes people feel bad. <laughs> <Right>. Sure, <laughs> you know, right.
2: He, um, he's been a little, uh, Caron, who I love as a director, hasn't done much. Uh, he had a big chunk of time between their the last thing he did before this was Roma, which is 2018. Mm, um, yeah. a, chunk, a t- thing ch- thing was chunk of time? Not a
4: fan of that, even though it was an Oscar, uh, <laughs> big yeah. Oscar favorite, but I, I did not enjoy Roma.
2: I can't believe Gravity was 2013. Holy crap. Wow. Ten that was a while ago. ago
5: yeah apparently um and again i've just watched a bunch of behind the scenes stuff apparently he started making this movie and then got asked to make harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban and he went off to make that movie so this movie has like it's like chunky (laughs) like there's parts that were set in stone before he went and made another movie and then parts after and uh, and he says that he learned a lot like he he became a much better filmmaker making a harry potter movie (laughs) and like I, I hope that's true. I just uh, like. It feels to me like every part of this movie is is something that you should uh, study if you love film. I have it's-
2: a I have a weird retro. I like. I didn't like it at the time, but I think Harry Potter three might be my favorite in retrospect because of just the tone he changed things into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't like it because we went from Disneyland to kind of dark, which the books do in book three. So I don't. To me, it yeah. felt right to do that. And a lot of people struggled with it. The kids in it were older, all that stuff. But that introduced Lupin, one of my favorite actors of all time, oh. playing him, David Thewlis. Yeah, Like what an amazing entry that is. If you go back and watch them all, I think three is pretty badass. It's very good.
5: Yeah. Uh, well, and, great. And, there you go. Yeah, go ahead. And you can, you can see it. You can see if you watch, you should maybe watch both of them because it, they really do have a similar look. Hmm. Uh, Children of men is, you know, futuristic, but uh, a dark ugly future that doesn't have a lot of like flashy technology he actually says like i want this to be the anti-blade runner and that's a really good description yeah. of yeah yeah
2: yeah i would yeah. even argue if you want to see if you want the some of the vibes of blade runner but the the story of that world twisted in a different direction this is a perfect movie for you mm-hmm. like it's i was very actually thinking bleak, while
5: watching children know? of men that there are post-apocalyptic movies right and there's everything else. Everything else you might call a pre-apocalyptic movie, sure. right? But there's post-apocalyptic movies. This is not that. This yeah. is no. mid-apocalypse. Yeah, movie. Yeah. The yeah. apocalypse right. is ongoing yeah. in this movie, and that's so unique. Yeah. I'm really not used to movies that are in the middle of everything falling apart. It really I mean, does make the things, things. The leftovers yeah. kind yeah. of that.
2: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Leftovers definitely had that feeling of we're in the middle of it, you know? Good comparison. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of want you want it's more intense because it seems like all the nor- all the norms are falling apart and you really want to jump to the part where you're just fighting over gas and everyone's, you know, Mad Max town, because then at least things are simple. We need gas. Mm-hmm. Go to gas town to get gas. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's simple in a way, whereas right. this stuff is complicated. like, it's like you're all- trying
4: to course correct and you're trying to fix things during while 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 shit's going down.
2: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Uh, go check it out. That's on Prime. Children of Men. Great movie. Uh, Nicole, your turn. What do you? I, I have a clip for you. So, uh, what do you want to say to set this up here? I
3: don't know if this is a recommendation. What did I want to say? Um, uh, did I, you, did I, you go
2: in the other room? Is your phone in the other room now? Or oh, yeah, Mark, you just...
3: Mark took my phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark! He it took my phone, and I forgot I was connected to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
4: Well, now we microphone
7: you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I,
3: that, that is a good,
7: a good um,
3: indication. Uh, so what I said was, I don't know if this is a recommendation. Mm. Uh, oh. I do know that I miss watching Schitt's Creek. And mm-hmm. it's this stars Annie Murphy. Um, it is a animated um, sitcom. So it's like mm-hmm. 20, 30 minutes. It's it's really weird. The premise is weird. It's it's just it's one of those when you get into the realm of animation, you're like, is this kind of Archer Simpsons? You kind of look at you know what's taken place over the last you know twenty some odd years. Sure, right? adult animation. So this of course is an adult cartoon. Um, I'm on episode three, and I'm continuing to watch because I, Annie Murphy's character reminds me so much of um alexis
5: oh really okay
3: i i want to just keep watching for that reason alone
5: yeah. <laughs> sold I there's love also I know. a
3: character exactly. in this morning Cho. again sorry sorry that was supposed oh, to worry. go ahead i was just gonna say there's a character in in this cartoon that reminds me of mutt in Shits creek 2 and that oh. is played i believe by john uh chow
2: yeah john chow john chow right yeah john chow chow Cho, not chow Cho. John Cho is awesome. So, Love that guy.
3: There you go. Well,
2: uh, well here it is. Setup.
3: It's on Hulu.
2: Hulu, and I will play it now. It's great that it's on Hulu because it's also a freebie thing, right? And those have commercials. Uh, so.
3: Freeform.
2: Or Freeform. The, that's what I meant. Okay.
6: Yeah.
2: Uh, here it is. I'll play it now. Whoops, that's, that's me. Here we go. This is hers.
6: It's morning again. The sun is shining. The goats are screaming. <laughs> And I'm still here, despite the fact that last night I witnessed someone get ritualistically murdered by my dad's cult that I just inherited.
2: (laughs) Oh, here we go. What
6: the? (laughs) I'm Petey. (sighs) I had it all. Mother! Here. What's this?
3: It's a message from your father.
6: It's me, your father! The community of New Utopia is all yours. I just needed to figure out my place in my dead dad's weird town. Uh, I'm walking here. The great daughter, she's arrived.
2: I'm very curious about this. I Definitely hear
4: Stephen it. Root, right? <laughs> Stephen you, Root you,
2: is so noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Did
3: you hear Alan Tudyk?
2: Yeah, I heard he Alan was, Tudyk in there.
3: He was the celebrity that was murdered. Oh.
2: So this, <laughs> this is a this is a Greg Daniels, uh, what's his name, King of the Hill guy, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Um, oh, uh, uh, their are executive producers, cool. Mike Judge. Yes, Mike Judge. Yeah. 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 I think this
3: is a praise Petey and Annie Murphy is Petra or Petey as her nickname. Um, And she lives in New York city. And (laughs) so there's a whole scene of her living in New York city and it's just silly. It's just a silly cartoon. Um, Don't go into this expecting anything. but silly and okay. ridiculous. Uh Keenan uh, Thompson's inherits- in this? I didn't know Keenan Thompson.
2: That- I didn't know Keenan Thompson oh, yeah, was Kenan in. Yeah,
3: Keenan Thomas it. is one of the elders, I think.
7: Thomas.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: so she inherits this cult uh town called New Utopia from her father who is played by Stephen Root. Yeah. And he will show up through video, video, you know, tape throughout. Um he's shown up in every episode so far. But uh yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I again I'm just watching it because I'm not like
4: <laughs> I Yeah. Yeah, but you you're not hundred percent sold on it yet. Right. But and yeah. I'm
3: hoping yeah. more episodes I watch the more I'll get to know the characters. And, sure. and
2: yeah. You know, I think this looks great. Through. This sounds like right up my jam. I'm gonna i I'm gonna watch the whole thing. I didn't even know this was a thing being made. Uh, there you go. There's Prize a PD. There's a um who's the other oh James Hong's in this? He's only in four episodes, but I'd love huh? it. <laughs> yeah. ah, I hung I hang up,
3: caught right. One of um, the things that you experience is like all of the people that live in this town, they have a purpose, they have a job. Um, there's a human shih tzu that warms, that used to warm her father's feet. <laughs>
2: I, I just love okay, the phrase right. human shih tzu.
4: Yeah, human shih tzu. <laughs> What a weird so thing! <laughs> a giant human oh. Shih <laughs>
5: <laughs> Trying
2: to see this show creator. It's a a, a woman. Oh, she's Anna, Anna Dresden. from she, Saturday Night uh, Live. SNL lady. Yeah, right?
5: she was uh, the head writer for a couple of years and then uh, quit early in the. Didn't quit, but she just left Saturday Night Live to do better things in mm-hmm. the early pandemic.
2: Yeah,
5: uh, she's incredible. She used to she used to do stand up. I've I've seen some of her clips on TikTok. She's oh, wow. She wrote,
2: didn't we, someone here recommended Murderville, didn't they? Yeah, the one with well, uh, Will yeah. Arnett, that was uh, that was one of her. Oh, she yeah. wrote that or co-wrote it. Is that it. one
3: of hers? Oh, I love Murderville.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's Only cool. Only certain
3: episodes, though, because sometimes they get actors in that don't know how to improv.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a sucker, as you'll hear from today's recommendal. I'm a sucker for adult uh, goofball animation, so this is mm-hmm. totally up my alley. I'm really glad you brought and if this you, today. Did
3: you watch Shits Sch- Creek?
2: Oh, yeah. I think we've seen it six times through something
3: like that. So you'll probably yeah. I love I love Annie Murphy.
2: She can do no wrong. I love her. Yeah yeah. Uh, Her 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 quick little stint in uh, Black Mirror was amazing. I love that. Oh God yeah. Um okay let's before we move on go ahead.
3: How often do you guys think about the Roman Empire?
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh, we did this yesterday. Uh, We do. Uh, what did we say, Brian? Kind of hardly ever. I think of I've Egyptian. about how dumb this meme is a lot. Since <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, this thing really took he off. Was, he looked at me and goes,
3: never. Yeah. Why in yeah. the world are you asking? me?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Are they we uh, so I was talking to Kim about it yesterday because we had talked about the show and I carried over into that conversation. And I was really trying to think like, when do I think about it? Yeah. It's very. It's only when I'm. It's some documentary, or I'm thinking of a movie I like, and it happens to be set in that time, or whatever. So it's maybe Caligula, I don't know once it? a month or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely Caligula. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Um, nice fun. poll there, and you said Caligula perfectly. That was amazing. <laughs> I, I just expected something different. I don't know why, but anyway. Uh, but then, I, but I, I realized know. I think more about ancient Egyptian society way more than I do the Roman Empire.
5: I think oh, that's it's, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't because know, and
2: I think that's an art thing or a, a aesthetic. I love the desert. I like big big stone things. You know, yeah, something about that way more interesting to me. So I don't know. Yeah, the meme's weird. It's got a selection yeah. bias because the only videos you see are the ones where the guy goes yeah all the time, and of course those are the ones that go up. Of
7: course.
3: Oh no, I've oh. seen some where the guys are like, "What are you talking about?"
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have the counter ones, sure, but I don't know why yeah. it became so big. It's such a dumb thing.
5: The the current thing is to go to your spouse and ask them if they've ever heard of the singer that Travis Kelsey is making famous right now. Uh
4: (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Terry Swift or something like that or Tanya Swift, something. (laughs) By the way, uh, Panera did, did not a joke, just launched their Roman Empire
2: menu. Shut up. Really? Uh I'm no, not no. kidding. But it's not yeah. tied to this. This is for like is it, it is salad? absolutely it is absolutely tied to this. Okay, yes. now I really hate this meme because <laughs> when exactly. the meme starts Starling to get co-opted to
3: variations of caesar salads
2: yeah
4: it is and like macaroni and cheese and yeah exactly. when
2: people co-opt memes and to capitalize on them i've yes. had it i've had it with them yes that's,
4: that's the only thing worse than this meme is <laughs> <laughs> when, uh,
2: people jumping on the bandwagon. companies the bandwagon. jump
4: on the bandwagon for it yeah
2: Uh, I know, Claire. That's my point. Uh, Anyway, let's get to my clip here. Uh, This is a clip of a show that is... You're going to hear it and go, Wait, Scott. I'm pretty sure you recommended this before. You're as close as you'll ever be, even though it is 100% a show I have not recommended. But it's going to sound extremely familiar to people who maybe took me up on a previous recommendation, and there's a reason why. I'll get to that in a second. Here you go. I guess that's a good trip. It was a good trip. I must have banged 10 whores on that trip. (laughs) Well... Come again? Tim, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Bars. I'm a different man on the road, Tim. To say the least. This is going to be great. Me and you no. and loose and Sin City. What's happening to you? Sin City. That's not a nickname. It's a nickname for Cincinnati. <laughs> We're going to Sin City. <laughs> no Sin one calls City. It that. Here we come. Are you with me? I'm not <laughs> at all. You're going to be. All right, Marty, let's just relax. Why don't you sleep? I can't. I would need to, like, take something, and I don't want to be medicated when we land, because then I'll be out when I need to be up and out when we go in. We get those bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this, this is, is a, a, car- this is a, a cartoon. cartoon. Um, a lot of it is improv, but a lot of that is true of the one I recommended earlier. So that voice is familiar to a lot of people. It's Steve Deldarian. He's the creator and the lead character in a show called The Life and Times of Tim. And I recommended previously a show called 10-Year-Old Tom. Remember this? Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. And yeah. a lot of that same cast... Uh, especially Dildarian <laughs> are in this. This is his animated show from 08 to 2012. I don't know where it was originally. My guess is Adult Swim or something. It's on HBO Ma- or, sorry, Max now. Uh, but this is old. It, it came out in 08, ended in 2012. And I was hesitant to check it out because I, I felt like after I'd seen 10 uh, year old Tom, I thought, well, th- you know, this is kind of awesome and I love this. I don't necessarily need to see what the proto thing was because that even the name's so familiar. Like, I just I just thought you used to do this Mm -hmm. twice. Is this the same show? And it turns out it was a mistake to ignore it. It's very funny. It's a lot more adult, uh, as you may have told or been (laughs) felt there uh, from that clip, um, than than the 10-year-old Tom one. 10-year-old Tom has definitely got adult moments and there's a couple of swears, but it definitely it's more focused on, hey, these are all 10-year-old kids uh who, with adult voices that are all having weird experiences and it's still adult. I wouldn't, you know, put a little kid sure, in front of it. Sure. But The Life and Times of Tim definitely a lot more adult. And I loved it. I loved this series. Um all the seasons are up on Max and there are there's a great bunch of cast in here that that are uh specific to this show. Nick Kroll plays his best friend Stu. So this is before Nick mm-hmm. Kroll got a, a slew of his own animated shows. Good. Yeah. He's very funny in it. Um uh, Eddie, Eddie McClurg. You know her from uh, uh, well, he's well, a, from
4: uh, Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day yeah, Off. Yeah.
2: The sec- she's the school secretary in it's Ferris Bueller.
4: The jocks, the dweebs. She, yeah,
2: <laughs> she's the your F lady in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Anyway, right. amazing right. actress, been around forever. She's in this. She is so. She plays this character named Helen at his office. She's so freaking funny in this.
5: I see that your brother Matt is in this. That's yeah, Matt Johnson's <laughs> in
2: this. Uh, he plays Rodney. I don't know. That guy doesn't even have an INDB photo, so I'm not sure what else he does. I guess I could dig in, but um, they're Wait, all very all good. Uh, Melanie Linsby, uh, yeah, like her. Uh, who here's
4: something funny. This is the first HBO animated program since Todd, Far- Todd McFarlane's Spawn. So when oh, this originally wow. aired... Um, and got picked up by HBO in 2008. It was the first <laughs> animated thing since Spawn, which was... Wow. The, That's crazy. 99. That is hey, crazy. It,
5: listening to the clip, I kind of felt like it was about 15 years old. I could feel like there's like that, mm-hmm. some things about how you write comedy changed mm-hmm. maybe, maybe after this. I don't it know. Like
2: maybe- a, like uh, the 10-year-old t- Tom sounds... It's, it's the same exact kind of thing. It's the same cadence. He's the same voice uh he hasn't changed that up at all it's it's all very improv and and uncomfortable and moments of like why would this character say this sort of thing um mm-hmm. the art and the animation is intentionally terrible it, you know it's cheap but but in a stylistic way like it's meant to be it's, it's clear to, that that's meant to be that way and yeah. i just had a great time with it it's God. so many great so guest funny. stars,
4: too. Uh, Will Forte, Jason Matsukas, who we'd never, none of us had ever heard of him in 2010, I don't think that was before you know Derek on mm-hmm. uh, A Good Place <laughs> and stuff like that, right? Um, Aziz Ansari, Jennifer Coolidge, J.K. Simmons, oh, yeah, Alfred Merlina, Philip Baker Hall. Holy cow, yeah, great, right? Like, it's surprising how
2: much how good the, the guest stars won, and that one with um. Uh, Philip Baker Hall was, uh, I don't even want to give away why that was funny. There's just, really. it's all just very situational and dry and and Nick Kroll's stew character is freaking great. Uh, his boss, played by Peter Giles, who I've never heard of before, plays the guy named The Boss and he is so funny. I don't, I don't know what it is, just appeals to me. Highly recommend it. Uh, give it a shot and see what you think and then if you liked it, I'll bet you move on to 10-year-old Tom and enjoy that and that stuff's new. Those are all yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That is my submission this week. It's up on Max and Brian. Of course, has dutifully put all of these selections up on quicktms.li for you to go and find easily.
5: Hey, Scott, I wanted to I wanted to give you an update on a little uh, public wager that you made last week. Go you for said it. the you said that you were wagering that Expendables Four would not do that well. Yeah. Uh, it it was number two at the box office behind The Nun 2, So how was the I money? You're correct. It yeah. looked like number two when I saw the trailer.
2: Yeah. How's it? Did it? What was the box office take? Just curious as a comparative number. Uh,
5: the weekend, its opening weekend was eight million, which is Ooh. not good enough. That's I don't bad. Know. Yeah. No.
2: That's really bad for a movie with all those people in it. <laughs> exactly
4: that's one that's half of one person's salary for that yeah. movie and not even yeah. one of the big
2: ones <laughs> and my whole take isn't that it would be bad it's that it's that people don't have the appetite for that right now i don't yeah. think right, anyone yeah. wants there was to see an, an there was an
5: ad where they were saying this is going to be a box office smash and you just said no it's not there's no way <laughs> there's no way it just
2: didn't feel right I mean, you know what i think will be big hits or like this weird uh what is it the creator this new science yeah. fiction thing Oh, I'm excited about that. I'm very excited. You're going to see that in theaters, Brian, probably, right? Yeah, we're going to see that this weekend, using up the
4: Alamo draft.
2: That's right. Gareth house. Edwards. I love his – I love <laughs> Gareth Edwards in general. Um, yeah, as far as, you know, movies, I really liked his uh, – uh, Rogue One was awesome. I loved Rogue One. Rogue One. I know that some people are torn on that, but his Godzilla movie was really cool, I thought. Um, but people are like all up their own butts about this movie. I'm very excited uh, to check yeah, that I out. I agree. Um, all right. Oh, Ken Want Wantanabe's in that? Yeah. All right. yeah. Ralph Innocent? Oh man. All right. There you go. Uh, I'll let you know on Monday how it was. Yes, we'll get a review from Brian. Nicole, uh anything yeah. going on there you want to tell fine folks about?
3: Uh nope. There's nothing going
2: on. Nothing going on. <laughs> Tell Mark, we're
3: <laughs> just working on the wood whisper getting videos out. Mark just did a video about C Channel. If you want to mm. learn about C Channel,
2: oh, that's cool. You should tell him to make a video about how to steal your wife's phone while she's recording a podcast. That's sure. what you should do. I like that. He's a master, <laughs> he is the master. <laughs> uh, tell him hi and to the kids, of course. We'll see you soon, Randy. Anything going on in your world? Uh, things are blowing up a little bit on WoW with the Mets and news, but uh. Uh, I
5: will uh, I will be seeing you on FilmSack this weekend. Yeah. We're watching uh, Cabin in the Woods, and it's going to be yeah. fun.
2: Yeah, Woo! Cabin in the Woods, you guys. Quit begging us to do it. We're finally doing mm-hmm. it. I love it when we finally Start cross your, those Rubicons, you know?
5: Starting Sacktober uh, on the 1st of October. We are dedicated, my friends. Turn
4: right.
2: Nice. Uh, we'll see you this weekend for that. Thank you for hanging with us. All right, everybody. It's going to do it for us with the exception of this got one more thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Another fine uh, phone call. This is uh, about Brian and his Tina voice. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's see what we got. Hey, Scott. This is Craig from South Carolina. I had an idea for you. You've trained AI voice synthesizers to different voices. What about taking Brian doing Tina's voice and training an AI for that? Love the show, though. Bye. (laughs) I'd do that. I would totally do that you'd have you need to send me, me would he like 30 seconds of me doing the Tina voice we could actually do it like let's do it in post because it'll be hard here because I'd have to cut the file and I want to okay. do that but in post right. we'll do uh, you don't even need that like 10 seconds is all we need
4: I want to okay 10 seconds I can do I can give you 10 seconds to yeah and
2: you can read anything or whatever whatever yeah, makes okay. it easy for it we'll, we'll train it live okay and then we'll put it I'll make it <laughs> okay. happen right then and then we'll hear us and see what it does Fantastic.
4: All and right. Then I'll, and then good.
2: I'll make sure to play it on the next show so that this guy gets his uh, gets his dream or whatever. Perfect. Uh, thank you for that. And your uh, your calls in general, we love getting these. 801 4710462. You can leave a voicemail. And if you're like, I'm too shy, well, that's fine too, because you can leave a text there. Same number. Super easy, easy peasy. Or if you'd rather email us the old fashioned way, you can do that at uh, the morningstream at gmail.com. Even better, you can join us on Patreon, where, man, too many cool things are happening to mention them all. I just started putting together the art for the month, and it's good stuff this month. So people at that level, you're going to be stoked. Brian's got those magnets coming for a lot of you guys. Mm -hmm. You're going to be stoked. You're getting content every day that you don't get if you're not a a member. You never get any ads. You get the couch parties on the weekend. It's too good to pass up for as low as we charge. So go check it out patreon.com slash TMS and now one of the great benefits of a daily morning show Brian and a final music selection for the end of the show Brian take it away that's right we've
4: actually even talked about this one uh, I core wrote in said hey sporty and baby look at that we have an S&B right there Aww. this is for Brian first to 11 just released their cover of wannabe consider this an open request to play the cover any day Brian doesn't have a song to play let's test the ship's phasers to make sure the original Hunk ah still
2: works alright here we go oh definitely not it just a second uh is it this one all right here we go
4: i don't know like-
2: gosh dang uh, it
4: uh, let's test the ship's phasers all right
2: honk here's the honk nope there he is all right i'm gonna work it out i get it figured out wow all right wow. thanks a lot of icor i feel like hojo
4: uh, signed icor Jeez. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, hilarious. All right. So this this is the brand new song from First to Eleven, a band that we've played a bunch here on the show. Um, mostly Foo Fighter covers, believe it or not. Yeah. But uh, they are fantastic and incredible uh, voices. Uh, here's the weird thing. This song still not purchasable on um, the streaming services, so I had to uh, grab it another way. But as soon as it's available, I will be buying it. Here is their cover of The Spice Girls' Wannabe.
2: Nice. Oh, you can't. Oh, it's streaming but not buyable. That's what you mean. Correct. Okay. Streaming but not purchasable. That makes sense. Yeah, I found it on. um, That's a long story. I I I get with Brian and go, Hey, Brian, check these guys out. They're really awesome. And he's like, Yeah, they were awesome. Like the four times we played them on the show already. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh shit, it's one of these things where I don't remember. Great. That's all right. That's all right. They're really good though. I went down a rabbit hole. I've got a playlist now. Oh, they're so good. They're great. They're real good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is it for that. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here and just trying to find my app. There we go. We'll be back tomorrow with one more show for the week. We'll see you then. Pants.com. Oh, that's windy. a <laughs> ACAS powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
0: The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most.